Welcome to Judgment. It's Bond season. Be fair warned, we do talk about this movie in depth, so spoilers ahead. Now let's have some fun. Enjoy. Hey, it's five after the hour here at uh, Judgment Podcast. That's as good as I can do, guys. Well, <laughs> almost <laughs> well done. I know. Hey, welcome I, back to 95.5, the fan. The fan. The yeah. birds are churning. It's five after the hour. The I-16 is really heavy. And that's just like your flow. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Andrew. We were, I didn't know we were the morning zoo. <laughs> just like your flow. <laughs> <laughs> the douche. <laughs> that's, that's not a bad spring noise, Corey. That's actually pretty decent. <laughs> uh, Michael Winslow is now a coast. Is that his name? Yeah, the beeps, the sweet yeah. screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The beeps, sweet. The beeps. <laughs> yeah. Holy or uh, Macademy. Maca- Police Academy. <laughs> Macademy. <laughs> the movie oh, Macademy. That's where McDonald's cashiers are trained. Jesus Christ. Please get us back on track, Andrew. Yeah, so welcome back to Judgment, the ultimate movie ranking podcast. We are still talking about our good friend James Bond. I believe we're 14 in so far. Uh, Just real quick, this is Andrew, your host, and my co-host I have to my immediate right is... Hey, this is Blaine. (laughs) Yeah. Hey. Hey, yeah. All right, Blaine, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Andrew? I'm doing just fine. Doing just fine. All right. Corey, what about yourself? That's me, Corey, and I am also doing fine. (laughs) I'm glad we're all doing great. (laughs) Just Um, fine. (laughs) Three fines. The most um, come see, come saw that we can get tonight. Don't talk about come at the top of the I don't want to see you come. I don't like where this is going. Cool it down, everybody. I'm kidding. Oh, God, Corey we're just laughing. got to see it. We're laughing and you just can't take, you need a louder laughter because I will, I'll ham it up. No, you just had. <laughs> How you feel about baloney? How's that? That was pretty good. That was kind of scary, actually. Well, it's now condescending. I don't like it. <laughs> we went too far. I, I, you know what? That was a step too far. I apologize. It's okay. It's fine. Well, yeah, like I said, we're here. Still talking about James Bond, and I guess we're halfway there after uh, 14 weeks, so... <laughs> Thank goodness. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think we're all going to be sad when it's over. But... I, yeah, I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, I, I'm having a good time. Sometimes more than others. I, I can quite agree with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, so tonight, for your eyes only, my oh. friends. So... For four, four, four yards only. That's going to really fuck me up. Uh, why don't we start off with an overview real quick, huh? All right. Okay, so in this movie, James Bond is assigned to find a missing British vessel equipped with a weapons encryption device and prevent it from falling into enemy hands. Dun, dun, dun. You know what? That sums it up. <laughs> sums it up. I still don't really know what the fuck that thing does. It's tra- yeah, Can I be honest? Tracker. <laughs> um, I know there's missiles. It does something with missiles. I my understanding was that it allows you to track other submarines or other ships carrying nuclear weapons. 
Okay. I, I, but my, I could be completely wrong. My interpretation uh, was is that it uh, sends signals to launch missiles. But I don't like where this is going because now you're making it sound like there's a plot a problem. And, uh... I mean, it's not really <laughs> important at the end of the day. Yeah. Let's be honest. All we need to know is it's dangerous and somebody else wants and it. And the Russians want it. Yeah. I there you go. It, I can't believe at the end it was just like basically like a 1980s looking keyboard. <laughs> like that's what they're after. That's it, all it is. Genuinely, it looked like you just took the most important part of a cash register off. That's about it. <laughs> that's all it was. Yeah, it was the top of the cash register. Anyway, so that's the movie we're going to be covering tonight. So, as you can already tell, we have some very strong opinions so far. So I honestly forgot about that. Until it popped up at the end again. Oh, that's the whole uh, thing this movie's about. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> because I did you guys I no feel joke. like it went off track a little bit? Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah. It <laughs> to say the least. I didn't know I when like, Oh yeah. I'll just say when it shows back up on that boat, I was like Oh, that's what they wanted. <laughs> okay, I, never mind. I seriously yeah. thought it was like that's where it started, but then it became I'm just going to help out Melina and track down her the killers, and then I was like, but oh yeah, he's actually still doing a job. For, for and his even country. it even isn't I, really about that. I thought it was about opium smuggling. <laughs> I here's my take. I thought it was about Olympics because that's. <laughs> That too. Yeah. They jam some winter sports in this Holy one. Holy shit. All right. Let's so, go. This yeah. is going to be great. Let's get our quick over. <laughs> let's get a quick thought from everybody. So, Blaine, uh, what about them thumbs? What do you I'm, say about this? I, I'm giving this one one thumb down. Okay. I, I'm oddly. This one has perplexed me. <laughs> it. I, I don't disagree. I honestly don't understand. Why it has made it so high on so many Bond ranking lists? Yeah, that's a mystery. It's wild for me. to me because this is not a top tier Bond movie by any stretch of the imagination. No, but mm-hmm. it consistently gets it's in top like, ten, top tens, top wow. tens, top fifteens, never lower than that. Like beating out some movies that we've quite enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I was reading about a lot of people who were saying that this is like one of their favorites. I, and I just don't understand that. I need explanations <laughs> from those people. Yeah, what do you I like agree. What stands out? <laughs> because for me, and I'll just go ahead next, it's a one thumb down too. I'm not going to give mm-hmm. it two thumbs down because it's not the worst one we've seen, and it's not even the worst Roger Moore, but it's forgettable. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm going to sleep and forget it this movie. Yeah. I just didn't, yeah. I just didn't care. The stakes were nil. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest, the stakes were pretty low. <laughs> There's a lot of things missing from this movie. For too. me, it didn't feel like I was watching a singular movie. I felt like I was watching like six different episodes of a TV <laughs> of a show. TV show. It felt like that, yeah, it felt like James Bond the TV show. <laughs> yes, <laughs> where it was like nihilistic. You don't really care how it ends, which is Bond. He, but I mean, yeah, and he just does wacky shit during each episode. <laughs> it's and yeah. the there were two whole scenes of plain parody that I cannot believe this movie had. Straight up, oh. just parody. I can't mm-hmm. wait to talk about it. Let's, let's keep it going. Yeah, Andrew. we got to keep it going. So for me, uh, I'm going to differ from you guys a little bit. Two thumbs? No. No, there's no way. I totally agree. One thumb down. I don't, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad movie, but it's not a great Bond movie. I know that. 
So the one thumb instead of two thumbs down was that there were some entertaining parts. Yeah, it wasn't a complete snooze. Mm. Yeah, we've got which some, is what I yeah some strong actors, some cool debuts. Yeah, I mean pistachios. Pistachios. <laughs> the the amount of screen time we give pistachios in this movie is <laughs> insane. <laughs> I don't know who like what brand pistachios are. There is a solid brand, but they, they must have unloaded some endorsement money on this movie because <laughs> Big Pistachio was <laughs> happy about crack, this one. He's cracking down. Yeah, how many times can we get Topol to eat a Pistachio in this movie? <laughs> I gotta like tell you, Fiddler on the roof. I gotta tell you, I can't believe that cracking down joke just like slid right past y'all. That that bums me out a little bit. You know what? I think we should take a fresh start. Let's do it again. Let's laugh. Let's give him a laugh. All right. We're going to put the laugh track on this one, Corey. Uh, I'll edit all this out. All right. So let's go. One, one, two, three. He was cracking down. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> He's got to say it first. I thought we were the laugh track. No, no, no. No, he's I got he's got taken sure exactly what was that? I thought you were gonna lead in again. Nope. Who knows? <laughs> All right, really take cool. three. Let's go. Take three. Corey, go. His crack was showing. Wait, that's not that's not what. Oh he was damn about. it! That's all right. That's all right. right. All right. We up. can. We got plenty of time. Uh, so take five. <laughs> nah. No. <laughs> Blaine's out. Corey. Blaine's out I, now. I'm gone. Let's just let's go. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Seems like uh, one thumb down from all of us. All right. So let's jump into For Your Eyes Only. It is the 12th Bond film in the uh, canonical James Bond series. It was released in 1981, and it was directed by John Glenn. Mm. Good times. Who has, who has directed several. Yep. Yeah, he, he had a couple under his belt. Uh so just real quick, uh, I know Blaine and I talked about how we watched the uh, behind the scenes of this movie. And just to start off, one thing they made clear is that after Moonraker, they wanted this movie to be a little more serious, right? That was a big thing. They said, you know, Moonraker just was a step too far. We wanted to kind of reel it back in. Bring it back down to earth, as they said. Yeah. And uh, let me just say, with this opening sequence... I don't know if they accomplished that. <laughs> the, no. The bookends on this movie uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> tell wow. a very oh, different there. story. Um, yeah. <laughs> I will have to disagree with you, Mr. John Glenn. Yeah. Uh, this feels uh, relatively insane. <laughs> what the fuck happened in this yeah. opening? I got to know. I, I got to know what they're yeah. thinking. You know, I've seen this movie before and. It didn't really stick, you know. I just assume, all right, Blofeld's there, and um, why is they Blofeld kill him. there? What, what's uh, let's go and talk about that. He hasn't appeared in a well, single Roger Moore movie, and he this is the only one he comes in in, right? Mm-hmm. What the oh fuck? well, I do have an answer to your question because after I watched this opening, I said, "Pause the movie." Two hours researching this <laughs> one thing, I couldn't believe it. What I witnessed, yeah. Well, let's just jump back Please. into it. So we begin with Bond. He arrives at his wife's uh, grave, Teresa. He drops off some flowers. All right. So two movies in a row. We talk about Teresa in a more movie. So that's yeah, interesting. It's true. Um, I guess she died. Anyway. She did. <laughs> she gonna die. So at that... <laughs> yep. 
So at that moment, uh, Bond gets uh, notified uh, by a pedophile that his helicopter's coming to pick him up. And uh, Rod... <laughs> Didn't like the pedophile priest joke, huh? All right, that's priest. fine. It's fine. <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> thank, thank you, Corey. Sorry, I just... Uh, hey, listen. Catholic Church. Go ahead. Yeah. What can you say? Mistakes that, were made. <laughs> mistakes were... Yeah. What can you say that they don't do every day? Uh, Roger's looking good in that suit of his. This go around. Roger is definitely getting old, though. <laughs> definitely starting age a bit. Some of the age, uh, some of the age scenes. We'll get to it, but man, yeah, it's struggling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're in the eighties now. Roger, the seventies is gone. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot to mention we have our uh, opening gun barrel scene. Yeah, it's there. Same. Anyway, yeah, yep. bell bottoms still there. <laughs> yep. Roger's still wearing his uh, bell-bottom tuxedo. So at this point, it turns out Bond gets on the helicopter, and the helicopter pilot is killed immediately. The setup. And we go to the ground, and we see uh, a gentleman who resembles Blofeld, but for legal reasons, it is absolutely not Blofeld. The reason being is they had entered in their lawsuit they had after... uh, I want to say diamonds are forever. And the person, I'm sure we'll touch on this when we get the Thunderball, the Thunderball and, uh, what's the non-canonical bond? Never say never. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently there's a legal issue with the character of Blofeld and no one explains why they wanted him in this scene other than they lost the lawsuit and they wanted to, I guess, be a dick about it. So the character of Blofeld, which, they never mention in the movie or in the behind the scenes. We just assume it's Blofeld and they throw him into a chimney. A bald well, guy with a cat. Who could that be? Who could it be? And let's not just say he threw him into a chimney. Oh, yeah. We got to get Blofeld was controlling the helicopter via remote control. <laughs> yep. From a wheelchair. <laughs> From a wheelchair on top of a roof. How did he get there? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I don't think there was. It was an abandoned factory. Um, And in 1981, there were not too many ramps around, let's be honest. uh, Um, So, James regains control. Continue, Andrew. Yeah. So, again, for uh, legal reasons, it's absolutely not Blofeld. (laughs) At this point, I will say this. The helicopter stunts were pretty cool. The helicopter pilot in this wasn't too bad. But it really got outshined by the weirdness of this entire opening. So Bond scoops up uh, Blofeld, is what we'll just call him, I guess. After dumping a lifeless body out of the cockpit. <laughs> Threw a dead body out. Is that still uh, the case, though? Because I, I was watching on Amazon, and they credit him as Blofeld. Oh, they do? Yeah. Interesting. Well, two hours of research down the drain. Anyway. <laughs> they spell it B-L-O-W. Oh. <laughs> that must be it. Yeah. But yeah, apparently all it is is that they lost the ability to use Blofeld, which is why they don't you use don't... Spectre for a long time. As yeah, well. they couldn't use Spectre yeah. either, which is why you don't see Blofeld in any more movie. Roger Moore, I should say. Uh, any yeah. more movie. <laughs> any more movie. I was like, yeah, I thought you messed up too. I was like, no, I think he did that on purpose. <laughs> all right, so Bond scoops up Blofeld. We have with his helicopter. <laughs> with his hel- yeah. Let's not be mistaken. Bond takes over the helicopter, then. Scoops up Blofeld uh, with the, I don't know what you call those, 
ski? Sure, the helicopter ski. I'll go with that. I'll and say, then, before we get there, we were talking about before the podcast, sensory attacks. The intermittent laughter mm-hmm. that he was doing, the cutting to yep. laughter, then cutting back to the helicopter, was killing my soul. <laughs> just like, just like, helicopter, and then, it was killing me. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, the sound mix on this is a little weird, too, because there are times when I can't hear a fucking thing, and then my eardrums exploded. Yeah. It was very interesting on Amazon. I hope they fix that. Uh, but at that point, after Bond scoops up Blofeld, he then goes to drop him into one of the chimneys at this factory they're at, at which time Blofeld offers Bond a delicatessen. A stainless steel point? delicatessen. A stainless steel <laughs> delicatessen. He becomes which a cartoon character. <laughs> yeah. Before our eyes. And I couldn't yeah. believe that that existed in a Bond movie. And he was, yeah. he was, he was like a cartoon. And again, I think it was just the production team, probably Cubby Broccoli, pissed about losing that lawsuit. So I don't know if this was their fuck you. I'm sure it was, but time and place, gentlemen, not in the fucking opening. <laughs> you do that in the background or something. Uh, you could probably do a short film about this. It didn't need to be in a James Bond movie. Oh, it was also a character that was a part of his IP before. Why would he want to destroy that? <laughs> he made him successfully before. Why did he want to destroy, like, literally all credibility of that character? It kind of, kind of gets fucked. Well, I, before we go that far, I would just say we need to watch uh, Diamonds Are Forever before we say that it was destroyed by this movie. Oh, well, um, hey. Can't, yeah. Can't speak to this. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, after that, Bond drops him into the chimney, and we begin our opening title sequence for and the song by Sheena Easton, For Your Eyes Only. Mm. Yep. And I guess uh, Sheena wanted to kill two birds with one stone. She recorded the uh, opening and her music video on the same day. <laughs> Got yep. herself in there, didn't she? Hell yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and as always... I will reserve my comments till the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. Okay. I will say and I'm, teaser. I'll... You do your <laughs> teaser. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right, Corey. What did you have to say? Did you tease? I thought you. I thought you were going to do a teaser, Blaine. Oh, that was me teasing. Oh. That was uh, just you know. I was going to mm. say I prefer morning train. No um. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, preferred morning train. Sorry. Can I just say, uh, morning train, this song, couldn't tell you another fucking Sheena Easton song. Anybody got one? Nope. Uh, evening train. You're right. That was her. Uh, Afternoon train. <laughs> Afternoon tram. Sorry. Tram. Yes. yes. Tram. Yeah. I can't tell you the amount of times I picked up Remy from school playing morning train, blaring it out of my car door. All right. Uh, Remy is uh, Corey's... <laughs> Gay lover. Yeah. <laughs> Remy is whoever you want him to be. He's my dog. Yeah. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> and Remy is spelled R-I-M-M-Y. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. After uh, Sheena Easton's music video, we jump to a fishing boat. We have a little gentleman outside smoking his uh, parliament. Uh, throws it in the water. Parliament's a cigarette for anybody Big ben. wondering. Mm-hmm. 
and then we discover this is no fishing boat. This is a goddamn spy ship. God damn it. <laughs> you know what? Sorry, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I have some comments. Oh, I do too. Please but... continue. Okay. So, um, turns out that on this uh, British spy ship, they let some gentlemen just fish on the top of it. Um, That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Why keep up the ruse that hard? Yeah. Like to do actual net fishing. Yeah. They're working pretty hard up there. <laughs> it's a yeah. functional huh? ship. It's a functional yeah. boat. Yeah. I mean, and these guys aren't even spies. These are legitimate local workers fishing. Yeah. Made no sense. <laughs> well, there's still more movie to go. Wow. Uh, but remember, this is the uh, the serious Bond. This is the, the serious, serious Bond, yeah, we're, yes. We're getting serious here. Uh, well, these fishermen are a little too good at their job, and they drag in a goddamn bomb to blow this place up. Uh, so a bomb blows up the ship, and water begins to spill in, and... There's no reason why, as far as we know at this moment, why this is happening, but it happens. And then we jump to the Hold minister. Hold on, there's a, no reason we know why we... I'm sorry. What? We, know we don't why know why we know why water's coming in. <laughs> yes. I mean, bomb. we don't know why, <laughs> why anybody wanted to blow drowning? this up. <laughs> yeah. What happened? No, we don't know why anybody wants to blow up the ship at the moment. I always love a directive like explode, like do self destruct, and the guy just is always reach, reach. I can't. Yeah, he's fingertips away. Just pull the thing, dude. <laughs> Not to mention he is handcuffed to that. He's tied so. to it. Pull on your chain and get there. <laughs> well, Corey, the water's too strong. Water's also, I gotta say before we move on, was there a guy cut in half? There's like a part where it's <laughs> blowing up, and there, and this like weird metal thing comes shunk right into the wall, and I've. The guy starts screaming horrifically. I was like, did they just cut that guy in half? <laughs> I honestly don't remember. Uh, I'm going to say yes. I kind of want to believe it happened. I'm, I'm with you on that. So you bring up a, a, a point. I was on the fence. Do you think someone left that mine there intentionally? Yeah. I mean, 100%. Yeah, because the thought mines maybe... come later, later in. They're, they, have, they have more of those mines. That's true. Yeah, That's those right. porcupine mines. That's yeah. right. <laughs> the classic water mine. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's a little too... At first, I thought they just reeled in like a World War II <laughs> mine left it's over. Been sitting there for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> so they just happened to blow up. I got you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then word got around. And like, oh, hell yeah. And I don't blame you because this movie does nothing for you to paint a picture of what's going on. So... Yeah, so ship blows up, and we're going to assume it sinks into the ocean. We then go to the Ministry of Defense with uh, our British minister, whose name I should know because he's been in like 10 James Bond movies by this point, but couldn't even begin to tell you. And also, the KGB is notified. We got a Google sighting, everybody. Back in that Ken Adam-designed office with his uh, beautiful secretary, that yeah. he's quite lecherous with. A little lecherous, yeah. Yeah, I'd say. I would say. I forgot what we find... Blofeld was in a damn neck brace. Did we say that? <laughs> you know what? We didn't say that. Holy shit. <laughs> I can't get over his whole thing. He was... Yeah, this Blofeld was in bad shape. He was wheelchair bound with a neck brace. God damn it. All right. Mm-hmm. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> Let's he just... also made like a straight out wily Coyote noise when he fell down the pipe. <laughs> he yeah. was a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention, had a weird accent this time. 
Just nondescript uh, European accents is what I, I believe, got. I believe it was two different men. It was someone doing the voice and someone doing the, the, the double. Which, oh, no. Lord of mercy. I don't think they wanted to spend that much money on it. <laughs> it had to be the same guy. No, it was two different uh, guys, 100%. <laughs> so at this point... We find out that Gogol knows that the ship has sunk, and he wants something called the ATAC transmitter. So he is going to send uh, a contact of his to retrieve it for him. Once again, we have no idea what the hell an ATAC is, but don't know. They want to throw it in right here. So at this point, we meet our Bond girl for the movie named Melina. Uh, she is taken by plane to her parents' yacht in Greece. All right. Uh, I don't have this lady's name in front of me. Do you guys? Her oh, name ha- was... Melina? No, no. Not the character. Her real name. Oh. I don't know her real name. I know. I have it pulled up. Anyway. I can know. Uh, God bless her. I don't think she... You know. She's fine. Beautiful eyes. Beautiful... Very pretty. I believe she was a Chanel model. I did hear that, too. Carol I get. Bouquet. Bouquet. That's right. Yeah. Make sure you pronounce that right. Um. Anyway. I thought she was fucking lifeless, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think that she... Just like her parents. Made like Whoa! No, she made like almost no expressions the entire movie. Are you saying that she couldn't deliver a line worth of shit? People... <laughs> like I said, I was reading the other like lists. People <laughs> love her. Ah, huh. Character. She was ADR the entire time, so I don't know. I will Here's the thing. I don't think... Well... I don't think her they used a different voice like Goldfinger style, but there was something weird with her audio. I'll yeah. say that. Um, and they didn't do her any favors because even the ADR dialogue was dead in dead the water. Pant. Like their first interaction, just in like her parents in her car. Good lord, <laughs> is <laughs> terrible. Oh, to say the least. By the way, did we ever? Maybe I just missed it. Who is Gogol's Grease contact? Oh, uh, Christatos. Christatos is his contact. He is. So there you are. Because remember at the end of the movie, Gogol's flying in to get the ATAC from him. I wasn't sure he knew to get it from him because they're friends or because he knew it was, he just knew it was there. No, no. That's the guy. That's the the guy. Right. And again, I don't fault you because... He's got the Greekest name of all time. <laughs> There's so many yeah. Greeks. The Greeks everywhere. How do we That's know which true. one is his contact? Oh. The bad guy. There's Greeks everywhere. There's Greeks everywhere. <laughs> I, didn't know, uh, I, didn't know, and I didn't know Gogol was like against Bond again until the very end. They were, all, they were pals in the last one we saw. I well, could I, never the, know when they're against the each other. The ending is so... so we, we'll talk about it when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like Gogol. I don't know why. He's very charming as an actor and his character. Uh, so yeah, Melina ends up on the boat with her parents, but the goddamn plane that drops her off turns right back around and machine guns her parents to death. Kills them dead. Kills them dead. Why and then did we get... drop her off? <laughs> why he probably could have just... Shoot the parents. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Shoot her in the plane. Exactly. Throw her body out. <laughs> then kill the parents. <laughs> What Vicious. are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. if you're if you're a killer, I mean Yeah. I mean, this was his job. There was no need to drop her off. He really set himself up. He set himself to get fucking bowed. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and then we and then we really want to get a real thick close up on those eyes, those angry eyes of hers. Oh, she's mad. She was she mad. Off. She's a big man. Yeah. And boy, H HD did not do this poor lady any services because she has the tiniest little five o'clock shadow on that upper lip and uh oh come on i mean it's, she's beautiful she That's is beautiful I, I didn't really notice that i didn't notice that either <laughs> eyes went straight to it eyes went straight there That's the <laughs> not, it doesn't listen i'm not saying she's not beautiful i'm just saying i bet if she knew in 30 to 40 years this was going to be an hd she might have taken a little extra precaution so i feel for her i feel for her there um that's all I got. <laughs> should, should we mention the fucking macaw? <laughs> that no, no, it doesn't play a big enough part in this movie. <laughs> it's just why? Why do we have it? I'm surprised that fucking thing didn't get a credit as many times as he appears. Uh, was this new to Western civilization? These type of birds, because I didn't. I could not believe how many scenes this bird was. Were shelled nuts new to the Western world? Because they were sure. fucking impact too. Yeah, for pistachios sure. and macaws. Big big macaw was after. The... Boy, I hate to tell you, big I, macaw was big pushing. <laughs> the macaw industry blew. We're up. gonna have a real run on macaws after this, fellas. Yeah, you guys. I feel bad because I was gonna call. I even have it written down. About a million times, parrot. Um, so it's That's good to know an it's a macaw. Mistake. But they look yeah. like parrots. <laughs> good to know. All right. So, uh, yeah, we got a little bit of a hairy lip. And then we cut to MI6 <laughs> and we get money penny. <laughs> on the parrot. Yeah, on the parrot. The parrot had a real bad five o'clock. Uh, James throws his hat on the hook and uh, we go into M's office to meet the Minister of Defense. <laughs> Look, they thought it was important to throw the hat on the hook. It's hilarious. <laughs> so we go into M's office and surprise, no M. No M for this movie. Uh, he's on leave, they say. But uh, just a little backstory here. Bernard Lee had died right before this movie uh, began filming. Bernard Lee was M since the beginning of James Bond. So he died after Moonraker. And Cubby Broccoli did not want to recast him. He just didn't want to have another M. So in this movie, that was a last-minute addition. They used Tanner as Bond's uh, boss in this. So mm. the I younger have, guy, who is I the can't. most British accent I've ever heard in my life, is Tanner in this. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, I just assumed one of them is M. Because they never really do a good job in these movies. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I thought that new guy was M. No. I was like, oh, we got a new M. <laughs> no. Look at Just that. tell younger. me who M is. Make it <laughs> yeah, which one of you? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he died right before. If you listen, Money Penny actually says it, but, you know, after uh. everything, she says uh, M's on leave, but uh, the chief of staff's in there, and Tanner is the chief. Oh, uh, yeah. I wrote, this M is Bush League. Oh, so. yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> I had no idea. Well, yeah. <laughs> Tanner is yeah, for sure. I hated him. I hated yeah. him. He is Bush League for sure. I'm glad he didn't return. I'm glad they just decided, you know what, we'll put a different actor in here. Uh, and if my favorite thing in the world, the minister makes a real mistake and he asks Bond if he knows something. <laughs> hey, Bond, do you know enter in anything? And here's here's the bet. Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Do I know what an ATAC is? Let me tell you Let me... about ATAC. 
in the next two minutes. I know every intricate detail. Uh, uh, you silly son of a bitch. Of course he knows what that is. Uh, it's basically a specialized sonar. Okay, I wrote this down so I can remember. Oh, good. Uh, a specialized sonar system that could order submarines to fire ballistic missiles to cities that could be allies. Okay, okay fine. Okay. <laughs> fine. Very similar kind of style of... To the movie, movie we just saw last week? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, really is. Did they have them then? <laughs> Matter of fact, was did they have ATACs in, the, in Spy Who Loved I mean, they definitely sh- were going to shoot some missiles someplace. Yeah, we like to recycle a lot to these movies. Mm-hmm. Really okay. do. Okay, so they asked... Okay, so the reason uh, Melina's dad is important is they asked him to locate uh, the ATAC that sunk with the ship. But he was killed before he could give them the... He's a salvage yeah. expert. An yeah. An underwater salvage expert. Seemed like he a is. real nice guy. Yeah. Seemed they both I did. Liked him. I will yeah. say, I don't know if either of you watch Breaking Bad, he looked a lot like the guy who played Hector Salamanca, the old guy oh. boss in the wheelchair. I thought it was him he, at first. I was like, is that the same guy? It's not. But he they, did with like longer hair. Yeah. He did look like that actor. Interesting. Okay. You ever watch Breaking Bad? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Salamaka. Hector. <laughs> Wheelchairs. Salamaka. Wheelchair. One would say favorite character of yours? I... You seem more like a uh, a Jesse guy. Uh, Jesse Jesse's Plemons? girl? Yeah, Jesse Plemons. You seem more... Mm, yeah. <laughs> whose name Fucking I could not pull right then. Horrific <laughs> character in Breaking Bad. That guy sucks. <laughs> Talk about a muted performance. Um, that guy. Helen Keller? Yeah. yeah. Helen mm. Keller. He played her in Breaking Bad. Ah. <laughs> it's his best role. <laughs> that would be he so really... good. Somehow got <laughs> Helen Keller on that show. I don't know if people would have stayed, well, uh, stayed on to watch. we got to write her in somehow. How are we going to do this? <laughs> Guys, I have this wild idea. I know this is a show about meth and the problems with healthcare in America, but what if we threw Helen Keller in here, too? Turns out she invented it. She's brilliant. Miracle. Yeah. I got your joke. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. What are you gonna do? All right, all right. So at that point, Bond's given the mission to find the assassin Hector Gonzalez, who is in Madrid, Spain. Mm. So then we head off to Spain, and uh, we got ourselves a White Lotus, gentlemen. Our first Bond car ah, movie. Yeah, White Lotus. <laughs> I don't like this version of the Lotus. Got too many words on it. <laughs> that. And it's definitely that 80s sports car. It is very Miami Vice. Also, oh, just for white sure. a white sports car for Bond does not make sense to me. You know, I, well, the Lotus in the last movie was white too, but it I just didn't worked better. It either it just it just kind of this one is apparently the turbo version of that same car, and it was like more odd looking. I don't know. It definitely looked stranger. It was definitely more douchey, more 80s to be quite honest. I mean, and it doesn't. Make an impact. No, it Action doesn't. The movie. <laughs> it doesn't last very long at all. No, no it doesn't. <laughs> One it, scene. It probably has the smallest role in this movie, maybe. Um, the White Lotus. So, yeah, uh, Bond arrives at uh, Gonzalez's villa and is immediately captured upon arrival. Golly, I mean, yeah. damn. <laughs> I did like this guy in this fucking three-piece suit jumps down and tackles Bond. That was pretty fun. Um, so, yeah, uh, and can I just say, it's a good thing that Hector's rich because he's one weird-looking dude. 
What's wrong with Hector? Hector's got the weirdest male pattern baldness happening, and... It looked intentional to me. Oh, you think he shaved it like that? I don't know. <laughs> he just left a couple of clumps in there? Yeah. He was going for the... Could you make it look like a globe? Uh, yeah. So uh, our friend Hector's there. Uh, he gets a bunch of money and throws it to one of these girls, which this fun fact blew me away. Um, yeah. So uh, one of these actresses, uh, and they mention it heavily in the behind the scenes, one of the uh, ladies at the party turns out to be a trans actor, uh, male to female, who was in this movie. So there we go. Hey, great. And, and to Roger Moore's credit, he said. She was the hottest one. Yeah, Roger Moore said, and <laughs> she was the hottest one there. So there you go, Fucking broccoli inclusion. Take it. Yeah. Oh, trust me. It was not because of that. They uh, didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I wish I could report <laughs> that that was what it was. But no, it was not. Um, so at that point, uh, Bond is taken away and Hector is going to do a beautiful dive off that diving board. But right at the last minute, gets <laughs> shanked. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know he got. I just thought he belly flopped it. And I thought that <laughs> I, the sound effect was was obvious. It was like they had like a little shunk sound effect. I was like, ah, okay. Yeah, I thought that was the diving board. I can okay. Maybe <laughs> you guys can help me. What is the movie where someone is assassinated by they jump on their diving board and it explodes? I want to say it's a Lethal Weapon movie. It was uh, driving Miss Daisy. Uh, you know what? That's what it was. Yeah. Miss Daisy gets on her diving board yeah. <laughs> and I, jumps. I, that sounds so familiar. It's, <laughs> it's in my brain, but I couldn't tell you what that's from. I honestly think it's Lethal Weapon. But no joke, I meshed those together, and I thought it was going to blow up when he jumped on it. Uh, so I was very surprised. That would have been beautiful. Yeah, that would have been incredible. There was a bomb on the diving board. But, yeah, so he gets hit by an arrow, which... I guess of all the weapons you think could be used in this movie, an that, arrow would have been it. Yeah, yeah. Lethal Weapon 2. Oh, thank God. Okay. I knew I had it. All right. That's my favorite <laughs> one, go. too. I need to rewatch Good it. Good pull. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Uh, don't mind the anti-Semitism, but uh, <laughs> just check it out nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy, you know, uh, not to get off on a rant, but somebody who is so poisoned can still work. I don't oh. get that. I never will. Oh, he's back never. in. He's back in. He's got movies coming out. Yeah. He's got yeah. work. Again. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. Anyway. So, yeah, Hector's killed. Uh, but luckily, uh, the guards are distracted and Bond's able to escape. He runs through the woods and he figures out who the assassin is. And I'll be damned. It's Melina. <gasps> oh, she's got herself a crossbow and a, a veil for some reason. Don't know mm, why, but. She's in mourning. Oh. Fair enough. Fair she enough. She looked like I, she was in a damn safari. I was like, here. She did. She you're, did. You're and let's be slightly honest. Slightly in the woods. I want to say she's about half a football field away from this villa, yet still managed to get that perfect arrow she's shot good. in. She's yeah. good. <laughs> and we forgot to mention, so the people handing Gonzalez the money. Yes. There's a gentleman there by the name of, we find out later his name's Locke, but... He is the one paying off Gonzalez for killing Molina's family. Yes. Yes. And he doesn't bother to help anything. He just, once he finds that Hector's dead, he grabs the money and leaves. Smart move. He, he takes a gander for a little bit there, just sets and watches the whole thing happen yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even really sure why he stayed to hang out, but well. whatever. 
so yeah, so that was the whole time. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of pretty ladies. Yeah, men. Uh, he picked out uh, the specific one. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, we can tell. We can tell. Well, you know, our dars go off. Um, <laughs> so at that point, Bond and uh, Melina run to the Lotus, uh, and it, they made it very clear that there is a burglar detector on the window of this car. Yep. So one of Hector's men decides to break the window with his gun, and this was my first laugh out loud moment of this movie when that car blows up, and that fucking crash crash test dummy flies through the it, air. <laughs> it launches. That was hilarious. I'm not gonna last under a really aggressive uh, anti burglar system. That's that's a much. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like accident. What if like James like slammed the door too hard or something? Like, yeah, yeah. Or what if someone accidentally just like slams his dang fist. it? Dang. <laughs> what if he just got in a car accident? Well, he, I think he he locked the door. Mmm, that's what activates it. Yeah. You know that's a good point. Yeah, great point. Uh, so yeah, it blows up, and now Bond has to get into. They have to get into a car, so they use Molina's and. I didn't spend enough time researching what this car was, but... Uh, I think it's a Citroen. Oh. Okay. A, a Citroen. Citroen. A lemon. A, a yellow Citroen. <laughs> yeah. If I could describe... It does look like a lemon. It does. You know what? Well done. Yeah. Good work, Corey. I would say like a le- less attractive <laughs> Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> it's like they mushed a Volkswagen Beetle in with a Volkswagen thing. Oh, okay. You know that makes that sense. Is. Yeah. Looks like a combo. Anyways, it's a piece of shit to yeah. be a Bond car. I didn't mm-hmm. love and to the have car 35 and minutes. Car. A worse car, and that was the chase car. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it was quite funny that this was the car they were going to have to use the whole time. I've, it's silly. Yeah. But don't make the chase 30 minutes. No, it didn't have to be as long as it was. It certainly didn't. Um, Especially, it's got no gadgets. No, not a no. It's just a yellow car. And let's be honest. Uh, this movie doesn't have gadgets. Um, nope. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Yep, we'll get there. Uh, you, uh, could argue, you could argue that he uses the pool umbrella as a gadget <laughs> to make his escape. You know what, Corey? That's a great point. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he God damn. glides down off the ledge. I don't. It looked like it was six feet. I don't even know if he needed to to do that. Well, I'm but sure. But he getting older. I was going to say, I'm sure they sat around saying, I don't want the audience to be worried that Roger could break a hip. Let's uh, let him glide down. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the car ends up flipping over, and uh, they, f- when they get it back on its feet, of course, Bond takes over driving because women, women drivers. drivers. Yeah, yes. of course. Uh, I will say that the double look Roger gives the camera when they're driving down the road, it is charming, and it is kind of fun. It's Roger. Yeah, it's okay. Roger. I, I'll say this: Roger knows. Roger knows what the game is. He has fun, more or less. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, Corey, maybe you can answer this. Were those olive trees? That's yeah. what I was gonna say. Oh, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad those were, were harvesting looked like, olives. Looked okay. like Kalamata olives. Okay, good to know. That's what I thought, but I was just gonna verify from you. Uh, we then, uh, so Bond is able to evade. Uh, Hector's men or whoever's men. And at that point, uh, he and Melina go back to a hotel 
they have a back and forth and he tells her not to seek revenge. Uh, and she's like, uh, fuck you. I'm still going to do it. I'm getting revenge. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm doing this. So then we jump back to Bond and he's back in London at MI6 headquarters. And he is ordered to use the identigraph. Very interesting tool to identify right. the man that delivered Gonzalez the money. Oh boy. <laughs> what and what a bevy of just odd gadgets right before that. <laughs> well, uh yeah, before we get to the dentograph, we end up in Q Branch and one of my favorite background Q Branch gadgets of all time is in this scene. Yeah, the cast, the cast <laughs> of that. <laughs> that I like that little Caesars commercial kind of took a took some took uh, took what am I trying to say? I don't know, Corey. <laughs> I was nervous I for a minute. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Took inspiration from that scene. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. It's a be scene honest. where it's a guy who's got casts on, but his cast, his his arms are in a cast where his hands are facing up, and he wants to get a a, a pizza, and he breaks through his cast because he's uh, so hungry for a pizza. Ah. Uh, okay. Anyways, this is a very specific gadget. <laughs> yeah. <it's> a, <laughs> Yeah. What else are you going to use it for? It has to be for a villain that's sitting down. I'm going to pretend. Okay, I got it, guys. I'm going to pretend my arm's broken. And by the way, can you imagine the destruction that would cause? <laughs> the mess. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm, you're talking about an exploded human head all over you. <laughs> it's pretty wild. What a silly gadget. Uh, I loved it. I, that was my second laugh out loud in this movie. Um. <laughs> Now, here's a fun fact I found out. The guy who has the cast and play his character's name is Smithers. Do you know who he ends up playing? Smithers on the Simpsons? Yeah, he's Smithers. From Simpsons. He no, no. He looked familiar. I, I'm going to say, I'll say this. You won't be able to recognize him by his face, but he played one of the most iconic characters in movie history. The guy who played the cast guy was fucking Boba Fett. In Star Wars, mm. this was like a small little role for him. Yeah, wow, wow. not bad. So that's yeah. Mr. Boba Fett. Neato. Yeah. Oh, fun fact for you guys. Put him in the cargo hold. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That was Smithers, everyone. Oh, that's Smithers cool. Is... Well, that's very cool. We yeah. Got, we got fun fact. two two Star Wars people in this movie. Yes, we do. Um, but we're not there yet. We'll get to our good friend. Uh, by the way, when uh, Hugh is taking Bond into the, I guess, the adenograph room. I don't know why they need a full fucking room, but the keypad. Did you hear what song it was? I did not. Uh, it was, Q put in, nobody does it. And then Bond puts in, better. Ah. Uh, yeah. And that's pretty fun. I hate that. Okay. Uh, they're, they're having <laughs> a great joking. tethered head there, like always. I thought... Uh, I thought Bond was just being a dick, and like Q put a code in, and Bond was like, <laughs> doo, doo, doo. I mean, that was the joke, but and they ADR'd in the song, basically. Uh, Afterwards, all over. They were like, remember this song? Don't forget to buy that record, too. We want to cash some checks in this piece. Uh, so they get into the identigraph room, and I guess Bond and Q are in there for Hours? three or four days? I don't know. Yeah. I can't tell. Um... Yeah, so, I, I mean, this is the biggest gadget, I think, of this whole movie. Uh, got any thoughts on that? I don't understand if it takes that long. How is it any better than a police sketch artist? 
<laughs> Corey, it takes about the same my, amount of time. No joke. My argument would be it would probably been a lot faster if Q just drew this himself instead of using this machine. I don't know why they were in there so long. I don't either. You got nose, eyes, eyeglasses, <laughs> hair. It it seems six things. In matter of fact, why does Q even need to be there? Bond, here's how you work this thing. Try to figure Type it out. In the codes, yeah. yeah. Right? He knows why, everything. Yeah. Why did it show like a realistic version of the hair and then scrap that? We're gonna go back to like the just yeah. the green lines and the. We're the going to screen. cartoon. Yeah, we're gonna go back to cartoon now. <laughs> the hair was pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, my favorite line from this scene was, "Mel Caucasian." Caucasian. Caucasian. I was like, wow, that's way too many syllables for that, but all right. Caucasian. <laughs> uh, uh, they love adding them extra syllables. Aluminium. Yes, they love it. Yeah, so they figure out who Locke was. Yeah, so, by the way, am I the only person that thought uh, that printout was going to be that fucking cartoon and not an actual picture of a human being? <laughs> well, they sent that to the database and then found him on yeah. the Interpol database. You're right. You're right. Still but that's the, that's the only picture they have of Locke on the database. Yeah. Happens to also be like the screen line drawing. It completely <laughs> matches up to the drawing they we did. We got him. <laughs> I love it. But turns out it's a guy named uh, Locke, and he works for someone. Uh, I didn't write that part down. But he works for a bad guy. We don't like him anyway. And they think he is currently in... Uh, what is this place called? Oh, Cortina, Italy. So we head that way. Bond's now on his way to Italy. And I'm going to go ahead and say maybe the most beautiful fucking scenery I've ever seen in my life. In this winter wonderland. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. Um, then, uh, the Italian Alps, I'm going to say. Yeah, I think you're correct. Very beautiful. And in case you're wondering for upcoming scenes that we're going to talk about, the 1956 Winter Olympics were held there. Okay. Which is why I guess they had all those props left over. So they they showed it off. Mm -hmm. They're still around. We can use them. Yep. Oh, they did. They said, oh, we'll use the shit. And we're going to use every fucking one. We're going to do all the Olympic (laughs) sports. Yeah. Best believe. So uh, Bond uh, arrives, and now he's in a red Lotus. Look Mm. out. We've upgraded the car. This one looks better. It's a better look. I, I don't know why, but I liked it better. Uh, feels more the same to me. I don't know. Yeah, it's what it is. Yeah, it's what it is. Yeah. Uh, Bond arrives in his hotel room and I guess gonna wash his hands with boiling water because that yeah <laughs> the hottest water. Bond. You, you have got to call the plumber because water should not be getting that hot. <laughs> I that don't think. Fast. Jesus I think Christ! You should call him and uh, congratulate him because yeah, <laughs> instant never... hot water. Way to way to go, plumber. I mean. It, the steam that came the out of there, boys. The danger that you would be, it's like, I'm just going to get a quick hot water on the face and just burn your whole hand off. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so that was pretty wild. Uh, but it basically is a note from Bond's contact to meet him at a location, which he does. Oh, uh, we I meet... forgot about this guy. <laughs> Luigi. Yeah, Luigi. Luigi. Oh, don't worry. He, he's honestly not important to the plot at, at all. all. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. He has a lot of speaking and things to do in this movie for no real purpose. But and damn it, immediately I was like, that guy looks like Timothy Dalton. Like from this, I was like, holy <laughs> shit, that's so weird. I didn't notice that, but 
I, don't, I believe you. When I, I kind of just glasses. Not when he, when the sunglasses are off. No, but like when he's introduced, I was like, I was a little stunned. Would have been crazy if that's how <laughs> Timothy Dalton was introduced to the world <laughs> as Luigi. As Luigi. Uh, so anyway, he meets Luigi, and Luigi introduces uh, Bond and the audience to our main villain of the movie, and that is Eris Christatos. Christatos. Yes. Who they uh, act like is not the villain, but that guy can't play anything but villains. Let's just be honest. Yeah. I mean, that's all he can do. He's got to be a bad guy. Uh, Julian Glover, I believe. Julian Glover. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I was telling Blaine, he's been in every nerd movie or TV show that's ever existed. <laughs> I he's character. there. That's yeah. Great, great in Indiana Jones. Love that character. Indiana Jones. He was in uh, Empire Strikes Back and uh, Game of Thrones. He was also the spider in Harry Potter. No Ar- shit. Aragog? Is that his name? Aragog. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Hagrid's uh, big-ass spider. That's yeah. Acromantula. All right. Good work, Corey. Hey, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of J.K. Rowling and everything she does. I, uh, she's never done a bad thing in her life. God bless There's her. There's one actor in this movie she did not support. <laughs> uh, she's rough, let's be honest. <laughs> I gotta give you credit. That was that was great. That was <laughs> great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, can't take that away from you. That was a really good throw in there. <laughs> so yeah, we get introduced to him, and ah, boy, let's. There's a lot going on with the character we're about to meet. I don't want to call her a Bond girl because I think she's just a girl. Um, <laughs> a hey, child. BB doll. BB doll. Yeah, we're talking about BB doll. Uh, the ice skater that uh, has missed- a full wide on for James. <laughs> oh my god, the biggest, the oh my of lord, yeah. Uh, and Eris is, uh, or excuse me, Christatos is uh, supporting her, and she calls him Uncle um, Ari, Uncle Ari, uh, not Larry, like I thought she was saying until I turned on the closed captions. So, <laughs> Uncle Ari, so. And I know we're going to touch on this toward the end of the movie, probably, but I was under the assumption that she might have been like a distant relative of his. Uh, so when the surprise comes later in the movie, I'm like, Ugh, that's gross. <laughs> well, anyway, she is it was dress- Huh? Yeah, it wasn't it was good. It wasn't good. Uh, She's young. I don't know how old she was in this movie, but they absolutely paint her to be... 14, maybe? Yeah. I don't think so, of that young. So this mm. is tough. She's not a teenager, since, though. Not since, like, Goodnight have we seen someone as attracted to James. And I know I couldn't get why he was so put off by her. I was like, oh, she must be really young. She's the same age as Melina, the actors, of the exact oh. same age. <laughs> they were Melina's the same like age in this movie? Year old. Uh, yeah, Melina's like a half year older than her. So that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme. Yeah, they're the same age. And okay. as, as far as characters characters go, I don't know, but I, but that wasn't really clearly stated until he starts like going, "Oh, she's kind of a child," and it's like, is yeah. she though, or is she actually <laughs> a girl in her early twenties? See, my thing was as old as the other girl. I, it felt like they were playing her young. That's what I, it felt like. I think so. Yeah, um, which is why it's awkward and horribly fucked up. Then the next scene where she's. <laughs> Here, Blaine and I were talking about this before we started, too. I am glad that a decision was made 
that Bond shouldn't sleep with her. I'm glad that decision was made. Yes. Because that would have been weird for everyone, I'd have to say. Yeah. For me, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that uh, And in the behind the scenes, even Roger Moore was like, yeah, no. <laughs> I was getting a little old. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, he basically said, I was getting old. And let's be honest, even if he was 20, it'd still feel weird, I have to say. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, BB Doll is uh, in love with James. We see that immediately. Uh, she wants him to take her on a tour or something. I think this bitch is just horny for everybody. Well, she, except one. Except oh, yeah. Yep. So well, I want to go back. So James is talking to Christados, and he's kind of just giving his spiel. Yeah. At one point. He's talking about like some criminal organizations. Yes. Does mm-hmm. he say white slavery? Yeah, he does. Like whites being enslaved? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's worse than regular slavery because it's white <laughs> people. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just all agree? No matter what, slavery ain't good. I don't think we need to typecast it at all. I think. Uh... No. Yeah, I'm colorblind as far as slavery. Yeah. It's bad. White slavery is something that really took me back. I was like, hmm. I was like, surely he didn't. Did he say, maybe he said light slavery. Like, they're just, they're engaged in a little. <laughs> just a little slavery. You know, a smidge of slavery. Yeah. It's we like, didn't go full slavery. If we have a pie chart of our criminal activities, slavery is just a little sliver. A little slight. Yeah. Uh, white slavery. Yeah. Okay. Again, worse crime than just general slavery because we all know you should not. You don't put, take uh, whites. You don't you take don't whites take as whites. slaves. Uh. My God. So yeah, white slavery threw me back to you. And basically, uh, what we know coming up is Christados is laying some groundwork to uh, a, a red herring, if you will, to fool Bond into believing that someone else is the actual villain. Uh, so Bond goes back to his hotel at that point, and he finds our fourteen-year-old uh, uh, BB there, and she's uh, just getting out of the shower and jumps in James' bed uh, naked. Yeah, butt naked, butt naked. Because if you weren't uncomfortable at the skating rink, here's more time. Well, so, so again, I was passively paying attention to her whole thing because she just seems like a pointless character. So I mm-hmm. didn't realize that she, they're painting her as young until this scene. So I was going, he didn't even do a thing. And this woman is already like <laughs> in bed, ready to sleep. It's like, this yeah. is lazy. That's the laziest Bond seducing I've ever seen. But then it I, makes, makes sense. Listen, Bond showed up, didn't flirt, didn't do anything. And this chick was like, I got to sleep with this old fucking man. Look at this <laughs> yeah. old guy. Oh, he looks so Oh my leathery. God. He looks so <laughs> He looks so <laughs> leathery. You look like Ooh. my granddad's dad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh shit. It's uh yeah. Talk about really writing for Bond in this movie that It was weird. This lady said, "Yep, I'm going to be with this guy for sure." <laughs> yeah, so Bond again, this is a great scene because Bond is like, mm, "No." No, even I won't even do this. So, moving on. Oh, wait, hold on. We skipped two scenes. Oh, what'd we skip? Well, we, we see Melina in the village, and then some motorcycles uh, try to run her over. You're absolutely right. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, Bond does see Melina, 
Uh, she, of course, is in a new town, so she's got to get a new crossbow. Right. So she goes to the crossbow shop and buys <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, she buys one, and when she leaves, uh, she is attacked by... Uh, you know, spike motorcycle bandits. Motorcycle bandits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they of course, traction on those wheels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Bond uh, pretty easily takes him out. Uh, then he and Melina have a sleigh ride. A sleigh ride, which <laughs> I forgot with this a bunch whole of middle chunk yeah. of this movie. Oh, That's because it so was pretty... worthless. Yeah. They have Let... some just god awful. God, if awful they pitter patter, God, are for pitter patter <laughs> in the sleigh. Legit, I mean, literally, I watched this scene, took notes, forgot about thought, it. Thought I missed something, rewound the sleigh scene, and I was like, oh no, there's just no plot points in this whole conversation. This I is a five try minute to write scene. Down every scene, and there are whole swaths of this movie that I just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. This whole part was. Almost as worthless as another part we're going to talk about later. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yoda? Um, yeah, that was by Yoda. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, Fo- like Fozzie Bear or something like that. <laughs> Witnesses. Pa- power bottom lion. <laughs> Mm, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Pedophile Christodos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> if you haven't turned off by now, we'll go on with the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, uh pointless pointless sleigh ride to go on. Might <laughs> as well have been the teacher off Charlie Brown because it didn't make any sense. Nope. <laughs> yeah, And then we'd get the BB interaction. Yeah. So after Bond decides uh, he's not going to sleep with this uh, pre-adolescent girl, we go to a ski scene and, wow, in two straight movies, we got some Roger Moore skiing. And they had to show how good at it is he is. <laughs> yeah. He's so good at skiing. <laughs> Roger's astounding. Man. <laughs> It the here okay. One note I took was it is night and day between Roger actually in the scene and his stunt double scene. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Ro- the stiffest oldest man, and then this dude doing the most incredible stunts ever. It's really funny. Uh watch it for that, if nothing else. But uh we then meet a henchman. Mm. Uh, now, guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I never wrote this guy's name down, so I'm just going to refer to him as the East German skier. Yeah, I think yeah. we can figure that out, right? It looks like, like a Klaus. Baby's boyfriend that he keeps calling him. <laughs> oh, there's, yeah, there's a line we need to talk about later on in this movie that I found interesting. But, yeah, she is uh, in love with him and in love with James. And I got to tell you, I love Roger. This guy's winning out in the <laughs> looks department. Yeah, this guy's winning. Yeah. Um. So this guy's competing in a biathlon. Yeah. <laughs> Roger is trying to stand up straight in his skis in this scene. So, yeah. So at this point, uh, we see the East German skier. He turns out to be a bad guy. Uh, and then we enter into our big ski chase. God damn it. This goes on for so long. <laughs> it's a long ski chase, but I got to tell you, I don't hate it. 
I kind of uh, like it. I kind of hate it. <laughs> I kind of okay. <laughs> when they I get just... into like the the um, what you call it the the luge pit. What the heck is that called again? Uh, bobsled. Bobsled pit. God, that. One. <laughs> oh yeah, we should get probably mention to the there. viewers. How about when he walks up a thousand stairs in a line? Oh well, that's when we take a break. Yeah, <laughs> that's when this little, movie. We take a little bit of a break. They, the break. movie did that so you could go out in the audience and get some more popcorn if you wanted to, because Roger he Moore stands in line. <laughs> this movie has Roger Moore standing in line like it's Disney World. It's pretty wild. Uh. So, yeah, and by the way, if we didn't mention earlier, James Bond goes on every single Olympic-style uh, course in the Winter Olympics. Uh, he does ski jump. Uh, he does bobsled, just general skiing. Yeah. Uh, we have an ice skating rink. <laughs> that Well, that comes later. But, yeah, Bond touches on uh, pretty much all Olympic yeah. sports in this movie. Uh, we also get to see a very young Tywin Lannister, everybody. Wow. Yeah. Two Game of Thrones characters. One movie. You ever think they had lunch one day and they were like, God, you know, at some point we need to do a show together. I'm really wanting to get into TV. <laughs> at some point we need to talk about that movie we did in 1981. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, you were in that. <laughs> it is wild. That is wild that they're in this together. You think they talked about Last Action Hero at all? <laughs> Was he was he in it as well? Yeah, no. he's the villain in Charles Dance. Well, I know Charles Dance is. Talk yeah. about okay. Julian Glover. Julian Glover's <laughs> not, no. 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 Mm. Uh, I feel like that would be something that he just wanted to rub in his face about. Oh, I remember when you did Last Action Hero. Hell yeah. But still, like, yeah, I don't care what Charles people say. Fuck, he's awesome. Whatever people say about that movie... It's a good... It's entertaining as like shit. It's fun. It's super fun. Yeah. What do you better than this movie. You know what? I'm not going to argue with you on that. I'm <laughs> not going to argue that. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, the bobsled scene that I think we collectively say is, eh. Uh, this is where the stuntman was killed on this movie. He was killed in the bobsled scene. He was one of the bobsled drivers, and he they went on a turn, and he fell underneath the bobsled and was killed. Golly. I know. I didn't know that. That's wild. Yeah. For that stunt. I was going to, and the next line I put, um, I didn't research it till after I had watched this movie. Of all the stunts that look super dangerous and somebody might have died during, I didn't think it was that scene. I got to tell you. No. It's always bobsledding. You don't realize how dangerous it is, but people do just like, of all the sports, die from that. It's like, maybe we need to rethink what this sport actually is. People keep dying from it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this poor fucking guy died on the bobsled for this movie. And by the way, they do not mention that at all in anywhere. Uh, I found an article about it, and it was pretty wild. So, good for that guy. Um, at least they kept it in the movie. I would have scrapped that scene, but probably a good reason to leave it in. At least make sure that guy didn't die for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Damn. Uh, I will say, I gotta remember, the scene that comes later in this movie, I honestly thought was the scene that he got killed in, but we'll talk about it when we get there. Uh, so at this point, uh, Bond is able to evade the assassins. That East German guy throws like 10 different things at Bond as he's skiing down that hill too, by the way. There's a point. So, again, this ski chase just goes on and on and on. <laughs> James crashes through like a lodge. And yep. There's a part like 
a waitress just like hits a guy in the face with like a pie. Yes. Yep. For no reason. Well, Blaine, this is the serious James Bond movie, so. And to... then we get our good friend, Mister Alcohol Drinker. Sure does. From. Spy who loved me. Moonraker and Spy who loved Alcohol Drinker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the background music here sounds like Sonic. I don't know if you guys remember oh. what the music was sounding like. Oh, I do. But it sounded like yeah. Sonic video games from Sega. A little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Some Sega I, vibes. I'm not going to lie. I really like the disco vibe of this movie and the music in a lot of places. But by 1981, uh, and again, I'm too young to know this, but in 1981, I just, I thought that had run its course, to be quite honest with you. I don't know. Okay. I do know that I didn't really like the music. All right. I didn't, I didn't like it. It feels mm-hmm. so much disc. I mean, it's not nothing like old, you know, old Spy Who Loved Me. Love me. Marvin Hamlish. Like, nothing like Hamlish, but I didn't really get too much disco from this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but anyways. What you heard? Uh, East, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> East German guy. So James wrecks while he's skiing. Yeah. And then motorcycle guy wrecks and was looked like a pretty fucking violent yes yeah, no joke if you'd have told me that was the death i, I would have like, believed that okay yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably wouldn't have left it on camera but it was oh no, yeah it was wild yeah that one was pretty wild and then uh he gets mad and picks up the motorcycle and throws it at james because he yeah. throws a motorcycle he <laughs> throws a motorcycle a gun a tire <laughs> he throws everything at james who throws a motorcycle like a six foot six East German double agent, I guess. But yeah, so uh, so Bond is able to escape all the bad guys, uh, and then he goes to meet BB at the skating ring and have a conversation about this East German fellow. Now, I did want to write this down because I thought this line was interesting. He asks her what she knows about the East German skier, and she responds, "He doesn't smoke. He only eats health foods." And he won't even talk to girls. Take that as you will. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think he's one of those. Anyway. A bi-athlete? <laughs> yeah. Oh. He, he's in the lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. He has a different lifestyle choice. Uh. So, yeah. So, Bond immediately knows he has to go power bottom for this guy. So yes. There we go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is that's what I was getting at. Uh, so after that, BB and her coach leave, and Bond is attacked by a gang of hockey player <laughs> assassins. <laughs> are they assassins? Or are they just assholes? Nope. There's they've uh, if they're just dickheads. Uh, because that was they not... didn't like, have weapons. They no. just like hockey checked him and like pushed him down. <laughs> well, let's be honest. They were like, we could probably just tackle this old ass man until he dies. Until <laughs> <laughs> he dies, we'll just push him down yeah, a bunch great. of times. The Again, demons, just the demons from Dogma. <laughs> God. Just like uh, those assassins in Octopussy, they were like, you want to kill this old ass man? Okay. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> we, we this was, was this not insane to you guys? It was no, at Blaine, that point this... where I was just like, ugh, God. As soon Blaine. as they came in, I was like, they're going to attack James, these damn. Like, <laughs> yeah. These damn they're not good players. guys, is what I immediately thought. Uh, Everyone's leaving except James. Okay, yeah, like he's gonna be able to leave without getting in a fight. Yeah, but you keep forgetting this is the serious Bond. Movie. The serious this one. This is the serious one. 
Okay. Where James scores three goals with bodies. <laughs> he does. It- and run someone over with a Zamboni. The, that Zamboni is the fastest Zamboni. The on fastest record. one that ever existed, Corey. How did it hit that guy like that? How did that happen? That Zamboni might be faster than that fucking Lotus. He said, "You know what? I'll be able to whip a Zamboni into a guy. Yeah, that's gonna work." Oh God! Um, so stupid. Yeah, yeah, pretty dumb. I have to say. Uh, so at that point, Bond goes back to the car, and we find um, our least. Needed character in the movie, dead, with a slashed throat. Luigi is dead. Luigi is a dead. (laughs) Yep, yep. (laughs) And uh, they left their calling card, a white dove. Was it Prince? Yeah. That's why it had that one tear in its Uh, (laughs) eye. Yeah. Uh, And they put a raspberry beret on his head. And tied a purple ribbon on his penis. (laughs) I love that Prince song. (laughs) I I just think that's something he must have done. (laughs) I, I can guys, see it. Guys, let's be honest. Prince had a purple cock ring. I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, so, yeah, at that point, we now take a jump uh, from Italy to Greece, where Bond meets up with Melina again. Mm, for some more pitter-patter. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, so important to the rest of the movie, the, all these scenes. Let's go to this. Was that a Greek wedding? I don't know. <laughs> they really love dancing in the last two movies. We had a... Let's show it off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, very beautiful scene, uh, at least landscape-wise. Yeah, at the... beautiful town. As a matter of fact, it was so beautiful, I just didn't even listen to anything they said. Um... <laughs> they didn't have anything good to say. No, no. And then we jumped to Bond at a casino. You know, he's got to let loose every once in a while. Can we... Why was he dealing the cards? He was he though, because I kept wondering if it was him or if it, the guy was so close to him. Here's they kept showing just a hand dealing him, but it, looked I, like it, it was, was Bond. It, it was, was Bond. Okay. I here's the thing, and I don't claim to know anything about casinos. I think they're playing baccarat, and again, just want to point out, I don't know the rules to that, but I think you deal as opposed to the dealer. I don't know. This is all theories, by the way. I have no earthly we'll idea. We'll have to ask Bert. Yeah. yeah. Does Bert have an opinion on that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we'll have to <laughs> ask. I was going to try and make a Barry Manilow joke, but I gave up mm. on it before it came Why out of my mouth. Make a Barry Manilow joke about Bert back? <laughs> <laughs> Corey, I didn't say it made sense. That's why it was abandoned. <laughs> uh, we're also introduced to just a random guy named Bunky who's... Yeah, not really have anything else. Fucking poor yeah. Bunky. He just Bert. loses at Burke. At Bert Bacharach. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> now, Burt Bacharach is a different game. Yeah. yeah. Well, the good thing about uh, Bunky is he can keep an eye on his cards and an eye on James. Um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was hoping we didn't have to mention the lazy eye, but it's just no escaping it, I guess. I don't believe I did. I just mentioned something, and you took it that way. Um <laughs> All right, so at this point, uh, we have another long scene that I believe we could have shortened down by 10 minutes. Uh, Bond meets up with Christados, and they start talking about a new character that we're about to get, and his name is Columbo. And uh, he's played by the world-famous Topol. Topol? Topol. Anyway, uh, you may know him from the movie uh, Fither on the Roof. And I got to tell you, if you watch Fiddler on the Roof in this movie, 
you will be shocked that that's the same fucking human being. Yeah. Uh, got a lot more hair in the other one. Yeah. Yep. A lot more hair on yeah. the face. Uh, and looks about 30 years older. He actually is not a bad looking guy. No. Yeah. I actually like him. I do too. He might he's, be. He's the best part of the I movie. I was going to say, he's probably Honestly. my favorite. Uh, in this good vibes. I can't remember his name. The guy from Indiana Jones. He's got kind of almost got those kind of vibes. Oh, um, Sala. Um, yeah, Sala. Mm-hmm. Yes, John Reese Davies, who we saw okay, two actor, movies yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Living Daylights. Yes. Uh, so yeah, he basically paints a picture that Columbo is probably the guy he's looking for. That he smuggles heroin, etc. Then Columbo also does another ruse and. His mistress, and he pretend they got into a fight. Her name is Countess Liesel? Yeah. Liesel. Countess Liesel. Uh, well, anyway, Bond uh, kind of works his moves, and he gets in the car with Liesel. You think there's going to be something of importance in this conversation, but yet again, none. <laughs> After we find that Milos was listening in on Christatos and James's conversation. Yes. And Again, then they do their ruse. Then they do the ruse. Um, so I, many ruses in this movie. I tell you, I tell you, it's a lot to yeah, keep up with. <laughs> it's like Da Vinci Code. I just uh, every time Christatos and Bond are talking, I just like okay, get on with it. Whatever you're I doing, I don't care. Yeah, Corey, I was gonna ask you. Uh, do you agree with the wine selections they made in this scene? Just a couple different wines. I don't. I don't. I'm, Greece is not my strong suit with wines. I did note. I thought it was interesting that he ordered ouzo instead of his traditional martini. Hmm. I thought that too, but I, I just wanted you to explain it to the listener. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I, I I don't know much about Greek wines. I never really delved too deep in there. I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if I've ever had Greek wine either. Um. Any good? It's just olive yeah. oil. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. My this, shits just this, slide right out. This uh, wine's a little thick. Um. Mm. <laughs> this wine came out of a tin. <laughs> Is there a reason to even bottle this? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, to all of our look, at the, look at the legs on that. Look at the legs on that. Oh, <laughs> man. They never go anywhere. <laughs> Uh, to all of our Greek listeners, we'd just like to apologize for any statement Corey made. Um, <laughs> it's all in jest. Um, for all you know, Corey himself is Greek, so we'll just leave it at that. No, but uh, <laughs> we, we can say that. <laughs> yep, we can say that. Uh, so yeah, Liesel, Bond and Liesel. I don't know if anyone saw this coming, but they go back to Liesel's house and fuck. They fuck. <laughs> yeah, they fuck, of course. Um, Liesel loses that accent, too. <laughs> James fucks her British. Yeah, yeah. He fucks the British back into her. She just has this minority slip in. I was like, who the fuck? What happened? (laughs) For no reason. Yeah, for no reason. (laughs) What? Yeah. Um, I wonder if she came in that day and she's like, look, I am so sick of doing this voice. I can't keep this up. I can't do this. Look, my new husband over here, he just got a TV show called Remington Steel. Uh, you yes. know, Pierce Brosnan's wife is Liesel. Yeah, that's cool. Didn't know that. And yep. they—that's when they Cubby meets Jane or meets Pierce Brosnan because he came on set. He was like, "Holy shit, this guy!" Yeah, 
He'll be Bond someday. Mm-hmm. Guys, and that's when I watched the trailer for this movie, and that a whole scene is in it, and her honkers are out in the trailer. Oh, wow! <laughs> honkers. In fact, you almost see a little bit. <laughs> you almost see a little bit more in the trailer than you do in the movie. I was like, holy shit! Well, that's how you get the. <laughs> yeah, got to fill those tickets. seats, Corey. Got to fill them seats. Movie only rated PG, <laughs> but come on in. Uh, so yeah, so they end up uh, having sex. Uh, Liesel in real life introduces her husband Pierce Brosnan, and what? Uh, Fifteen years later, he gets the role of James Bond. Yeah, good oh for God. him. And then they go on a walk on the beach. They go walk about, don't they? Yeah, they Bond. Do. <laughs> She's in her most comfortable attire, and Bond is still in his uh, evening wear. This whole beach walk. They and then made a, a connection. <laughs> They're holding hands. He's, you would have thought they were about to get married in like a few weeks. You would have thought she was fucking Vesper Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, boy. I'm surprised she wasn't. Yeah. Did you guys know that Vesper was Bond's one true love? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Bertha or whatever his wife's name is. Andrea? What is her What's that? <laughs> what is Bertha? Did you say Bertha? I can almost <laughs> guarantee it wasn't Bertha. Bertha, Bertha Bond? Bond? Oh, That's boy. That's good alliteration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, Bertha Bond. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, but... <laughs> Um, uh, it's like anyway, or something like so that. they're <laughs> yeah they're walking down the beach and are attacked by an ATV driven by Locke. I'd say a dune buggy. Okay, that works too. I used ATV because it seemed like an all-terrain vehicle. I mean, yes, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, so they're they get into a little chase. Uh, Bond several dune buggies just yeah. <laughs> descend upon them. <laughs> Uh, Bond also has a loaded weapon, but just can't quite seem to get Locke uh, before he tragically hits Liesel and kills her. And I gotta tell you, this shot, again, that's another shot where I was like, is that where the stuntman died? <laughs> <laughs> they hit that person. <clears throat> yeah. And their head hits that window. Nailed them. Yeah. Nails them pretty hard. So that was wild shit. Um, so it ends up that uh, Locke gets away, and then out of nowhere, some men descend upon the beach from some, the ocean. Some beach ninjas. Yeah. Come spear gun. Um, and knock Bond out and put him on a boat that turns out to be Columbo's. Oh. And then we get to meet Columbo, played by Topol. Topol? However you want to do it. Shalom, everyone. And uh, he basically tells Bond that... He's not the bad guy. It's Christatos. It's Christatos. That he's the one who smuggles the heroin and that uh, he's the one who had everyone killed. And that he can prove it. He'll and he can show, prove it. He'll go show him. Yeah. And he eats a bunch of nuts. Yes. Let us for, Not let us forget. He explains to James everything he smuggles, uh, least of which pistachio nuts. God, he loves those things. And folks, if you didn't watch this movie, and I again, I suggest you watch all the movies we talk about. I want to say that Pistachios should have gotten a credit as an actor in this movie because they are in the next 30 minutes of this movie. It is wild. You see the credits roll Pistachio Jones. Yeah. <laughs> and the best supporting actor, Oscar, goes to... Yeah. At one point, they're used as a diversion mechanism, for God's sake. That's true. That's true. There this is a... Whole, their dynamic. So... Columbo honeypotted his own wife to to James. 
and then the, his wife is killed. Columbo is very slightly upset that she's dead, but not at all upset that James fucked her brains out. Not at all. Not, <laughs> I think he was hoping it would happen. <laughs> they, don't, they didn't just fuck, but they were going to like probably go live a life together from what that... Certainly what it seemed. Yeah. I was like, well, uh, we can be pals. We can be friends. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you fuck her? That's great. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's my uh that's your temple. That's my Greek accent for some reason. Hey, did you fuck my wife? Hey, Goodbye. Hey, did you fuck her? You fuck my wife? You fuck did you fuck did you fuck my brother? Uh Raging Bull, everybody. Another movie that everyone should see. Uh so yeah, Bond and him basically have a quick connection. They toast each other, and Columbo is going to take Bond to uh Christatos's Warehouse. These names, these names. Gustatos <laughs> yeah. Warehouse in, um, yep, some location. Albania, there it is. Uh, so, I just got to say, too, uh, Colombo's hair is really quite majestic. It's really beautiful. Well, he's a good looking dude. Yeah, yeah. he's good. Mm-hmm. Um, good hair in this movie, because Melina has some beautiful hair, too. She's and like you said, on her lip, on her head. Yeah, on the lip, on the head, everything. <laughs> um, I will say that every scene that we see Melina in, though, it feels like her hair grew at least five more inches. It, it's healthy. By the end of the movie, they are propelling down on it, uh, <laughs> on that mountainside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, hey, little dog. So, anyway, uh, Columbo and Bond arrive at the warehouse, and we get... I don't know, maybe 15 minutes of a gun battle scene <laughs> that just happens. Chaos. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, almost had a Brandon fucking Lee moment on this fucking movie. Uh, the gun handlers or whoever it is uh, accidentally loaded a real bullet, guys, into one of these guns, and Topple almost got killed. And Alec Baldwin was the stuntman that... It was, so it was so weird. It was, just, it was his first role. It's like, I could just see Blaine in bated breath waiting to say, to do an Alec Baldwin joke. See, <laughs> his, I went. His skin was peeling off. Yeah, I, did. I didn't have it ready. It just. Was I projecting that? Okay. No, it's fine. I, hey, you know what? The listener could tell. I didn't tell. know he was setting it up. I went Brandon Lee because that felt enough distance. I think we can make fun of Brandon Lee now. But <laughs> we're not making fun of him. That dumb motherfucker got I don't shot and killed. He didn't do anything wrong. Idiot. I don't know. Did you see the size of his head? Um, wow. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically a real bullet hit the railing next to to- uh, Topol and Shrapnel got... Uh, Shrapnel hit him and injured him in this scene. Yeah, cut his head open. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Uh, lucky for him that that stuntman was not a great shot, I guess. I, uh, I'll say it again. Why do these need to be real guns? Uh, Why do they need to be real guns? Yeah. And especially if you watch the scene which they're talking about, you don't see the stuntman in the shot at all. They could have just acted like some a gun was being shot. I don't know why they felt the need to actually fire blanks in that thing. Uh, we can't, we can't like make super fancy cap guns. Those have flare blashes or or, or gun barrel bullshit. Was I that uh, was that a mix between eyelashes and blast? 
<laughs> eye blasters? Eye blasters. He said blashes. Oh, eye blasters. I gave your mom a few eye blasters. Uh, yeah, oh. Hey. oh. What are you going to do? <laughs> so anyway, there's, what are you going to so, so, like I can't not say these things. I can't. I yeah, gotta, they I have go. to happen. Uh, so yeah, our this uh, battle goes on. And not to mention the entire time this is going on, uh, Columbo's eating pistachio nuts the entire time. <laughs> Just throwing them down his gullet. The whole fight. And in fact, at one scene, he has to take one more bite before he uses them as a distraction. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then, in a very odd scene, Bond just straight up, uh, no hold back, licks some raw opium. And somehow doesn't pass out. <laughs> but it's... Doesn't have a full convulsion from that. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, 100% pure opium bond. Just sticks in his mouth. And, by the way, those barrels could be full of, I don't know, poison, but Bond <laughs> still tries to... Yeah. Bond just, like, starts sucking the holy me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh. <laughs> uh, I forgot to mention I have a heroin issue. <laughs> I have to drink this. It's, ma- it's maple syrup. It's okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, after all that goes down, um, a bomb goes off and blows up the entire warehouse. And then Bond... <laughs> In a very interesting scene, chases on foot Locke, who is driving a car. (laughs) Roger Moore, who is maybe 53 years old in this movie, weird to believe, chases down a man driving full speed in a car. And goes up... (laughs) 9,000 flights of stairs. (laughs) I would argue uh, a mountainside full of steps and still beats the guy to the top. Yeah. catches him. Uh, so, uh, Bond makes it to the top. He shoots at Locke. Locke spins out in the car and ends up on a cliff. Mm. And Mm -hmm. this may be, well, I'll save it. But, uh, Bond sees him hanging off the cliff. He threw, I thought you were trying to get my attention. (laughs) Hey. So Bond threw, uh, throws the dove he found on Luigi into the car with Locke and then kicks the fucking car and kills him. It's brutal. Yeah. yeah that's a great kick. Like, yeah. Okay. We're getting a little bit of like how he killed, oh, what's his face? Stromberg. The stupid, the st- yeah. The stupid henchman. Yeah. Uh, Strom- Stromberg. Um, Sandor. Oh. Oh, I was going to say, like, just, just like, oh, just yeah. Like yank Sandor off him. I, like, yes. I like that aggressive. I, I was just saying like the straight brutality. Yeah. Just, it was yeah. brutal. Uh, the, yeah, forget about Sandor, the five foot four thickest man alive. <laughs> That Bond knocks his tie out of his hand. Uh, I actually really like that. And if you watch the scene, the the dummy that's in the car seat does fall out at the end, which adds a that's a real chef's kiss to this death mm, scene. Ha ha! Mm-hmm. Olive oil. Uh, Moore did. Roger Moore did not want to kick the car. He thought that was unlike his character. Eh. Um, but I mean, he sh- shot Stromberg's dick to pieces. Yeah, twice, <laughs> and then shot him five more times. <laughs> yeah. I think you can kick a car. You've been yeah. pretty brutal in the past, but we, yeah. this is exactly like your character. Not to mention, Locke has killed two innocent people. Fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. Also, in the last movie, you killed two people with one spear and then murdered probably 78 <laughs> other people. Yeah. I think it's okay. I think, you, <laughs> I think yeah. it's okay. You're fine. It, it might be the coolest uh, fuck you in a Bond movie so far. So. I liked it. It was definitely a highlight of this movie, so I'm glad he relented. Mm-hmm. But wait, guys. The next scene. 
was so pivotal. Yeah, let's uh, oh, let's not hold back. Right. <laughs> what the fuck was that for? Um, they s- James. <laughs> God damn it! Go for it. <laughs> it's just James and Melina underwater. Yep. And then they're not. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Uh, for some so reason, this is what I was when when James pulls up and. And we see his face under the mask. I was like, oh, my God. What a reveal. Just like the leatheriest version of him we've ever seen. And we just see, like, his eyes and cheeks. You got Roger Moore's poor face scrunched together. Scrunched in there, yeah. Not to mention, Bond arrived. And they're like, hey, Melina's uh, deep sea diving. Well, I'm going to take the next 30 minutes, get into a wetsuit myself to be down there for... 30 seconds? You know what? We could have shaved 10 minutes off this movie. Is just have James arrive and she's already on the boat and they can yeah. have their fucking conversation then. No, 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 because we have to have a reason that she, for whatever reason, takes off her oxygen tank and leaves it on the ocean floor so that we can get to it. <laughs> Good later. point, Corey. Smart. Why would she what do the that? Fu- I literally yeah. was like, why did she do that? And then, of course, well, there's a reason she does it. So that uh, comes later. back. Corey. I guess that makes sense. Also, Fun fact, Corey, Mm -hmm. none of these scenes where James and Melina are underwater were actually filmed underwater. Well, we should say when you see their faces. When you see their faces. um, They're not in water or they're not like in in the sea? They're not in water at all. They're not Uh in water. They had a industrial fan blowing their hair and they superimposed like super early bubbles. Because Melina, the actress, had sinus issues and she couldn't do diving. Wow. And by the way, I just want to be honest with you. I feel like Roger Moore didn't want to do diving either. He was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Before shooting, he was like, because Ma'am. literally they could have just shot Roger in water and he's like, Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> but yeah, go back and watch those scenes. I'm not going to, I was telling Blaine, I was shocked that that was. I had no idea. Yeah, I was completely fooled. Because well, before like you're there face to face, I was like, oh, you know what, this is kind of pretty underwater. Yeah, because so, that part's real when they're when she's like dusting and shit, but or whoever's in the suit because it's obviously not her. Yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty incredible. They did a fantastic job of that little visual effect, uh, which, by the way, makes me angry to think about what's coming up in uh, some more modern Bond movies we're going to cover in the future. It's like. In 1981, we made this look real, and for some reason, Bond uh, trying to outrun a tidal wave on a hang glider looks so fake. Uh, But that's for movies to come. That's for movies to come. Uh, Anyway, so they waste time in this scene, and then they get out of water, onto the boat, and waste even more time. Mm, Let's look through some files. Let's read some stuff. You know what? Let's play this all out in real time. Yeah, so... Uh, to get to the point, they look through her dad's files and find the location of the sunken ship. So then they go to that area to look for the sunken ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, surprise, they find it. They take the uh, ATAC out of the ship. Uh, they're attacked by uh, one of uh Christatos is a super scuba guy. Super scuba. Scuba? Scuba. We're having trouble talking, guys. I don't know what is happening. Yeah, so James and Melina take their submarine down, 
And then, oh yeah, let's not forget and that. And then go into the boat and recover the ATAC, mm-hmm. and then they're attacked by the scuba guy. Yep, fucking Big Hero Six walks through the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, that is Big Hero Six. Now, Corey Blaine and I were talking about this before. Do you think that's MI6's uh, submarine or Molina's? I think it was her dad's. I think it was her yeah. dad's. Yeah. I think it was her yeah. dad's. That makes more sense. Okay. Uh, so after they take down Big Hero 6, they then are attacked by yet another submarine. I guess just to make this movie as long as possible. And they escape that and get back on Molina's boat. But uh-oh. Somebody's there waiting for him, and it's revealed that Christados is uh, our bad guy oh. and takes them captive. Fucking Christados. Can we talk about how he blew up the scuba guy? I really liked it. I did like how he blew up the scuba guy. His head blew off. Also, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if these were like the divers coming out when the explosion went off, mm-hmm. but it, it looked, looked like, like it they rocked their shit. Again. That could have been a scene where a stunt person died. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that looked like, really rough. They weren't, they weren't out yet, and it looked like it looked like they could have been blasted right into the hole of the ship where yeah. there was ja- jagged cuts inside the thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was, I, uh, that was a little bit scary looking. A little mm-hmm. sketchy. Yeah. They do some sketchy I mean, apparently <laughs> uh, somebody died, so there's some sketchy uh, sidetracks that went on in this movie. But, yeah, so they're now on the boat. Um the uh, the underwater stuff I just made a note it wasn't too bad. Uh, Christatos ties them together, then drags them. Yeah, I was gonna say boat. this is another great example of not taking the easy way out to kill Bond. Could have just shot him on the Let's boat. Let's drag him. <laughs> Let's do this elaborate uh, Boy Scout knot system on these guys and drag them in my boat till I guess they drowned. I don't know what their end game was here, but. I don't know. There's also another good shark attack. Yeah, there yeah. is. God, this was good. He's a bit of a sadist, I guess. He just wanted to fuck him up a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, he was turned on by the whole situation. He was I know enjoying that. it for sure. <laughs> yeah. I was, when I was watching this scene, I was like, James is going to get his footing and start skiing behind this fucking boat. I know I'm so it. surprised that didn't happen, to be God. perfectly honest with you. <laughs> of course, he can barefoot water ski. <laughs> Uh, uh, we still haven't watched we? another movie. <laughs> that actually happens. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. It's, and it's even more odd in that movie than it would have been in this one. So just wait for that. Uh, so yeah, Bond's basically getting dragged with Melina. He's getting cut by all these different corals. And of course, sharks show up. Sharks. Uh, but like you said, Bond manages to escape. And uh, at the same time, knocks one of Kristados' uh, men into the water, and he is eaten by a shark. Why is he tasty and Bond leaking blood everywhere? Not interesting to the sharks. Ah, uh, he is moving too fast. Yeah, Bond, <laughs> he swims faster than the sharks. <laughs> That's what you forget, Corey. Those um, sharks are immediately on that guy. <laughs> he was in the water for a second. J- James is wearing <laughs> a lot of Ben Gay, and they don't like that. Yes. They're not big. His aftershave was so thick it covered up the blood. <laughs> Jesus Christ, there's so much brute in the water now. He drank so much olive oil that it's just on his skin. Oh, this God damn slippery. He's been drinking that Greek wine. Uh, so we go back to Molina's boat yet again, and they're trying to figure out, God, what 
you know, how are we going to figure out where he took the ATAC to? No fear, this goddamn parrot lets them know exactly where to go next. <laughs> um, this is the serious Bond, guys. This is the serious, the serious Bond movie. One. Yeah, this is this is the one they gave a shit about. And if you don't know it's serious, the next scene, Q is dressed up like a priest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Equipped with a fake beard. <laughs> Equipped. Uh, a, a great... <laughs> Equipped, and he throws a quip. Yeah, I wrote down... Um, we had to sing uh, Cyrus. I'll say that's how you say it. And Bond meets with Q, who has absolutely no reason for being there himself. <laughs> there was no reason Q had to be there to be like, hey, we couldn't find out if this was the exact one you needed. And he said, oh, don't worry, it is. I don't think Q needed to make a trip for that. But so old Desi <laughs> yeah. needed some more screen time. Yeah. They said, look, we're paying him a shitload of money. We got to really... Uh... Milk this for what it's worth. He's there. And then and they said... really demanded in the next movie. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, in the next movie, they were like, we're putting him in everything. I don't give a shit. Uh, then we come now, guys, to our final set piece of this movie. And probably the coolest fucking location I've ever seen. Maybe not in a Bond movie, but it was pretty awesome. It's- this Clissai Montessori. Montessori? Like the school? I wasn't going to say anything, Montessori? but you wanted to. <laughs> Monastery. Monastery. <laughs> you know when you know you say something wrong, but you just I saw don't you say look anything? at me as you mispronounced he just, like, yeah. it. He just looked up like he's like, please don't say anything, please don't say anything, please don't say anything. I, I kind of was wrong. No, I wanted him to say it. it if I was Monticeri. <laughs> I was like, please correct me. Please correct me. A cliffside monastery. Yeah, a cliffside and that's why James and Milos dress up as monks. Just to get to the bottom of it, though. Not to get when they, to the yeah, bottom of it. I don't know why they had to do it there necessarily, but all right. Cool beans. <laughs> all right. <laughs> because immediately once they find the correct one, they take everything off. I honestly don't know why a lot of this happened. <laughs> so they make James traverse this steep-ass cliff. <laughs> but then ultimately... They just meet him up at the top. Right? Yeah, they find a way up before they just he does. Walk. Yeah, um, and it doesn't take them very long to get up no. there. To be quite well, honest, let's check the perimeter before we engage <laughs> yeah. in this. No, Bond said, "Fuck that! I'm going up now. <laughs> just well, going up." There's some young bucks too. Let them climb. Why is James doing? This? <laughs> yeah, you know you can uh, you can go ahead and start. We'll meet you up there <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. Um, I will give credit to this. Uh, Rope scene though, because that's it's scary. It's scary as shit. This yeah. stuntman is the same stuntman who did the jump off the cliff opening in the last movie. Spy who loved me. Spy yeah. who loved yeah. me. Very cool. Very mm-hmm. cool. Getting work. Yeah, good. I mean, he, he does the scariest shit. No I've seen shit in all these movies. I mean, not only that, he jumps off the side and is then snatched by that rope. I cannot believe he didn't. Fuck himself up by that. I can't believe he did that. He fell. It, it, it had to be at least 300 feet. Oh, yes. Easily. And just like, I hope this rope catches. <laughs> I hope this works. God dang. Corey, if you ever watch those uh, behind the scenes, this guy obviously has no fear in this world because he's just like, 
yeah, so we were hoping that the rope ca- caught, and it did. So it was a good take. It's like <laughs> it's a good, bad it was take. A good I would take. have been splat. I would have been been soup on the floor. Yeah, splat. I really hope he got paid a lot, but I know they didn't pay him shit. You know he didn't get paid a no. fucking dime what he was worth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in uh, other news on the same exact scene, Roger Moore had to stand about 10 feet up in the air and do his uh, <laughs> close-up shots. And Roger Moore is apparently afraid of heights. And in the interview, he said he took uh, two Valiums and drank a beer to get through it. <laughs> so just difference in uh, people's lives, I suppose. Well, <laughs> yeah. Choices. It would have taken a few more beers for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep in mind, Roger was only about 10 feet up in the air. And this dude was... Up a fucking a thousand? Mountain? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then jumped off of it. Good point. Yeah. Oh. Um, so. Yeah. So it anyway. Is, it is excellent, though. I do really like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I thought? Uh, I remember the first time I ever saw this movie, and I saw that um, monastery up on the mountain. I was like, that's where I, I need to live there. Well, yep. I won't even say that. I don't know if I want to live there all the time, but I was like. This is a great zombie apocalypse uh, oh, location. Yeah. yeah, that's where you want to be, because they can't climb. They can't climb. Oh, well, they World could. War Z, they 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 contend that they can. That movie sucks. So yeah, uh, but I, they don't need to climb because Topol and all the rest <laughs> of the gang just walk up there. Yeah. So uh, even though we don't see it, uh, apparently there's some side entrance that you can get up this mountain in maybe five minutes. <laughs> Well, there has to be, because otherwise, how'd they build the building? Uh, a lift? A lift. Look, I didn't, I didn't make the goddamn thing, okay? Anyway, <laughs> extravagant scaffolding. <laughs> so, Bibby's there. Yeah, Bibby's there. <laughs> uh, With Crisatos. So, yeah, this is where, again, we come to the scene that I was just like, ew. Uh, we find out that... Uh, BB's kind of a brat in a way. And so we then see that she's getting a little uh, angry and she tells Christados, uh, she basically says, I know why you want me around and forget it. You're too old for me. Uh, So she is aware that Christados wants to fuck her. But at the same time, he made her call him Uncle Ari, which is really fucking disturbing. Um, And... Also, this is just a side note to take away from the weirdness of this, but uh, I think Julian Glover might look a little better than Roger Moore in this movie. Uh, yeah, it looks a little, uh, a little younger. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say he looks a little younger than Moore in this. But anyway. All right. Uh, so then we get into our final fight scene. I love that Bond, when he throws these guys off the side of this uh, cliffside monastery, uh they don't turn to soup when they hit the ground for some reason, even though they fall hundreds of feet. But, you know. No problems throwing these guys off the cliff. Oh, but absolutely. But you got to kick a car first. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, he priorities. also uh, throws a knife into a guy's heart and <laughs> then tosses him off. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's strange to have a qualms with any sort of killing. yeah what what's the morality problem you're having here roger <laughs> it's because he was in a car i will say i did love when he uh got in a fight with the east german threw him out the window and he ends up falling off the cliff anyway yeah that's great we didn't, so th- we didn't talk much about the the lift scene 
where I was like, Oh, was I'm laughing. sorry. All three of them just in the lift. I was like, that is exceeding the weight limit, y'all. What are you even doing? <laughs> you mean of this three board, just regular nylon rope lift? Yeah, probably so. Probably so. I, I, it would have been just as well if all five of the people waiting down below got in at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And pulled them all the way to the top. Not to mention, uh, Melina gets one good arrow shot to this dude, too. <laughs> Forgot about that. But now we James get just waving erratically. Kill it. <laughs> Do it. So at this point, we then get into our final chase where uh, uh, Columbo and uh, Christados get into a little hand-to-hand combat yeah. for two middle-aged men. Uh, and then Gogol is flying in at the same time on his helicopter to receive the ATAC. Ah. Yeah. So at that point, uh, they reach the top. Bond is able to take away the ATAC from Christados. And Melina wants to shoot him. Bond's like, hey, don't do it. Uh, I know I just killed 11 guys that arguably might not have done anything wrong, but I still killed You're them. better than that. You're better than that. She's been fucking killing people the whole movie. The no, whole she movie. Isn't. <laughs> and so at that point, uh, Columbo throws a knife and hits Christados in the back, killing him dead. Dead. And then James and Gogol have like a, oh, <laughs> good to see ya. What I liked is that Gogol still expected to get this fucking thing. Like, oh, like, I'm ready. Like, Give me. Give yeah. Me James yeah. said no, and then Gogol was like, that ah, was worth a shot. Yeah. You know. James throws it off the cliff. Like, James could have easily said, no, this is our thing. You can't have this. <laughs> like, what do you, why destroy it? Well, not easily. He was. At gunpoint, I mean, they weren't gonna risk international incident because of the fucking cash register. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they just kind of look at each other and go, "It's like, ah, what can you do?" And then talks about detente, and we then go That's to detente <laughs> again. Roger Moore has the most interesting pronunciation. Um, he says Coomrad. It's like he Coomrad. does say Coomrad. Yeah, Coomrad. Um, one do another take on that, Roger? Absolutely not. I nailed that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want me to say Caucasian? <laughs> no, no, Roger. We we don't again. That's okay. Yeah. Better than the take he said, Coomrad. Uh, he did. That was the first take, and he did want to retake on that one. So <laughs> you know what? I'll I'll give it a take. To you. Yeah. I'll, give it a take to you. I'll do a second take. Okay, fine. Coomrad. Uh, uh, you know, Frank Sinatra Blaine would not have done a second take. No, he, he refused. He wouldn't. Um, so uh, we see Milos dump a bunch of pistachios into <laughs> Bibby's hand. Yes, he does. And uh, now we don't like um, Columbo that much anymore because he's about to sleep with Bibi, who she is now in love with. And he gives a wink to Bond like, oh, yeah, this is happening. <laughs> this is going to happen. Um. And then we cut to our very last scene. Yeah, so we we want to emphasize the seriousness of yeah this movie. This is this the, is a serious movie. Yeah, so, this is the serious Bond. We throw away all that silly shit. This is the real one here. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, with that being said, James and uh, Melina are on the boat, and they get naked, and decide to skinny dip. Uh, you know, with scuba tanks and uh, Bond 
is receiving a call from MI6, and he's going to be connected with the prime minister. Oh, yeah. He's on his watch. Mm -hmm. His communicator watch. Yes. He is going to speak with uh, prime minister. And this movie goes the extra step. They just don't make up a prime minister. It's actually Margaret fucking Thatcher that he's going to talk to. Yeah. Uh, They go the full circle. And not only is he going to talk to her, they get an actual... Margaret Thatcher look-alike for this scene. They do. And you know she looked like Gillian Anderson as, as Margaret Thatcher to me, which I thought she was kind of neat. Uh, yeah, let's be honest. She looked better than Margaret Thatcher looked. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, they both do. Uh, Gillian. Corey, did you ever hear the song that was played uh, two weeks after? It reached the number two slot in England two weeks after Margaret Thatcher died? The number two yeah. slot, is that what you... Call your that's the pooper. brown pocket. Yeah, the, that's the that's butthole. The poop. Yeah, that's the, the brown pocket. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll get there. That's fine. Power bottle. Power bottle. Uh, real question, though. Real trivia question. Uh, the song reached number two after Margaret Thatcher died in England. Is it a Clash song? Nope. Afraid not. It's, I don't know. It is Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead from Wizard of Oz. Wow. That literally out. made it to the number. That's how much they love this woman. <laughs> she That was the number two song. Uh, fun fact for everyone out there. Now, uh, so not only uh, do we get uh, this naked gun type uh, scene in this movie. Also, the parrot starts flirting. I don't even want to say flirting. It's a fucking animal. It just starts repeating, give us a kiss. At which time, Margaret Thatcher's sprinklers turn on, and (laughs) (laughs) she is ready to get down with James Bond. And again, the serious Bond movie. Yeah, so Margaret Thatcher's having a conversation with a fucking parrot. (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, Dennis Thatcher is (laughs) fucking a bird brain right next to her, just dolting around. They bring him into it as well. Yeah. (laughs) You get in here. The stupidest man I've ever seen in my life. He yeah. Just... <laughs> that's, yeah. And that's how you end. That's how we end the serious Bond movie. That's how we end it. I was flabbergasted. <laughs> I think I said, what on earth? I wrote down what on earth. Yeah. It It is shocking. That that was I the could ending. not believe it. And we watched Moonraker, and that was... This was probably stranger than the Moonraker ending, I'd have to say. Oh, my God. But it ends on a good note. Yep. Bond and Melina go skinny dipping uh, in the ocean. And uh, they end on a shadow of Roger Moore and Melina kissing. And then you'll see James Bond again in Octopussy. Mm. And that, gentlemen, is for your eyes only. Ah. So, yes... So quite fun, this little round we had. Why don't we take a quick break? We're going to come back, talk about our awards and our scoring, and we're going to see where For Your Eyes Only ends up on our overall uh, competition. All right, be right back. And we're back. All right. Gentlemen, we're going to talk about our scoring now for your eyes only. <laughs> wow, that kind of works. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, I meant that the whole time. 
Uh, you sounded very unsure of yourself. I didn't want to do a back-to-back four, so, yeah. Now, that four. is a By the way, we got to talk. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Back four. I don't do back-to-back uh, fours. Is that where you reach through your legs and put four and three fingers other people's into legs, the yeah. other person's Oh, I was butt. like, where you're neither, oh. you're neither a top or a bottom. You're both just back to be back into each other. You slam your hips together. That's a four. <laughs> slam your hips. Uh, it's very complex and not enjoyable for anyone involved. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just a moon landing at the end of the day. Yeah, really, really at the end of the day. All right, back to fucking business. Yes. <laughs> so let's get to our awards section real quick, gentlemen. Now for your God damn it, I hate this starts with a four. <laughs> work through it man i'm sorry <laughs> i did you know what i got a little aggressive there for no reason i've been having a good you went off the handle you need to reel it back i've been uh i've been on the edge lately okay guys <laughs> god damn it this movie starts with the four fuck it let's cancel the podcast <laughs> this movie did it this movie okay did it. octopussy no we got through that not at all now. not at all okay so for our award section gentlemen Let's start with best death. All right. So best death. Blaine, let's start with you. Best death of the movie was Liesel getting run mm. over by that dune buggy. <laughs> oh, man. That was a rough one. <laughs> it, seemed, it just seemed kind of out of place and ferocious <laughs> and hilarious all at the same time. It was pretty mean. It was a mean death. It was mean, and then James put that out of order sign on her body. Yeah. That was also weird. <laughs> and covered her head with the sand. He does, like, basically. It seemed, he gives it her, like, odd. a send-off. It's like, goodbye, Liesel. It was he, like, <laughs> pats her on the titty and runs away. Uh, <laughs> Squeezes some milk into a glass. It was weird how he built that giant sandcastle around her dead yeah. body. Yeah. That is, Seemed odd, but I you know, got to entomb her. Everyone mourns <laughs> in their own way, I guess. Yeah. Hey, and again, this is the serious bond. So, Corey, to you, best death. So, mine is I'm not even sure the guy died, but it was the most amusing thing <laughs> is when they go to infiltrate Christados's compound and they jump on the boat, and this weird, oily haired guy climbs down and just gets. Cole cocked off the boat and he just like <laughs> ragdolls. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. <laughs> uh, the only thing I heard was oily haired, which seems a little out of place, but all right. <laughs> oily. It's, it's, like, it's the, the Greek wine. They're all Greek. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah like, I forgot. Put olive oil in this here. Sorry. I forgot what movie we were talking about for a minute. Um, yeah. Is that the guy that Bond punched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And did yeah. like a cartwheel off <laughs> the boat? Like a cartwheel <laughs> yeah. ragdoll off the boat. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's that scene good. did have a lot of good, uh, interesting fights. Let's say. Yeah. Uh, okay. So my before, best. I meant to, on that same one. I almost thought there's a guy that that they throw a knife into his chest, and I thought that they shot him and threw a knife in his chest. And I was like, <laughs> God damn! <laughs> Fuck you! Wouldn't guy? that have been great? <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Holy shit! All right. Uh, well, my best death is going to go to uh, Locke getting kicked off the cliff. I I actually really enjoyed that. I mean, it's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and my second was going to be the East German when he gets thrown out of the window. He just 
continues to fall off the cliff. I like that too. Mine was gonna be the um the stunt man in the box. Oh, I'm sorry, that was just mean. Oh, <laughs> he got the stunt man. The you started, but then stopped. I, I, yeah, I felt bad. <laughs> That's, there's lines. Nope. There are lines. Yeah. There's and lines. speaking of line, best line is our next. next oh, Yo, okay. I'm off, off now. <laughs> no next kidding. award, please. All right. Uh, the next one is gonna be best line. Corey, I'm starting with you. What is the best line from For Your Eyes Only? It's no surprise for me. I love when Q gets snippy, and I really enjoyed mm. when he was the priest, you know, bless me, Father, for I've sinned. And he's like, let's put it mildly, 007. <laughs> really love that. Was so, that, was, that was perfect Q. I like that. Desmond Llewellyn, treasure, national treasure. Uh, Blaine, best line. I liked, so... When James gets dropped off at Liesel's house, he gets out and she invites him in for some oysters and some champagne. James Coy looks at the driver and says, I won't be needing you anymore tonight. <laughs> Meaning he's going to go lay some pipe. Yeah, yeah. Kind of seemed a little bitchy from James, I have to say. Bitchy? A little bitchy. Well, you think he, like, he I don't need you anymore tonight, you fucking driver. No wonder he called the assassins. Well, I, I don't think he <laughs> said it like that. It was more like, hey, wink, wink. I know. You know what um, I've got to do. Just wink, remind wink, everybody. I'm about to use my dink, dink, if you know what I mean. <laughs> just remind everybody, this is a comedy podcast, and sometimes I get a little sarcastic and, you know, make shit up. Uh, it's okay. Well, <laughs> I mean. Now, I'm being bitchy. Um, <laughs> now. Anyway. You know what, Corey? It's, it's not bad. That's that pretty good. That's pretty good burn. I'll give it to you. I'll give you that one. Um, I do it all my... for the face you make, really. Just... Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, mine, now that I'm looking at it, feels a little cheap compared to what you guys did because my favorite line actually came from Melina at the very end of this movie. And it's it's a cheap line, but it worked for me. They took off their clothes, and she said... Uh, this is for your eyes only, darling. Mm. I did like it. Boof. I did not. All Boof. right. <laughs> Boof. Look, we all have different opinion on this. Uh, uh, I'm not saying it's the best line ever made. Just happen to like it in this movie. <laughs> it's the best line of this movie. That's what he's saying. Uh, yep. Wins the golden gavel. For sure. Um, <laughs> that one's going through. That one's going yeah. through. <laughs> All right, and then finally, this made the final cut. Uh, Blaine, what is your this made the final cut? I have so many. <laughs> of all the movies, I think there's more like, holy, like, what the? F mm -hmm. Of all of them, I yeah. think this movie has. I'm not going to take them all. I'll do mm. one for now. And then we can rehash them after you guys get out. I here. think you should do two. Just, just two. Two? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, the hockey fight <laughs> is, is one that yeah. was absolutely fucking ridiculous. It didn't progress or take anything away from this movie at all. No, it just it took James existed. away from the car long enough for Luigi to die. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Which could have happened while James was in the car. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, of course... The parrot talking to Margaret Thatcher. 
that's the most ridiculous shit I've seen in any of the Bond movies. Yeah, yeah. That's, that one is yeah. tough. That one's bad. Especially when you label this as the serious Bond. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's right up there with Jaws and that Scandinavian-looking lady having their love. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Their love yeah. journey at the gondola. <laughs> Now, listen. Or just the gondola. Oh, the gondola. Yeah, the gondola scene. Yeah. yeah, that at least was like, I can't believe this is happening, but I kind of love it. This. Was yes, like, this was didn't land. No, this seemed like a Monty Python skit. Yeah, yeah, or tried to be. It really yeah. did. Yeah, it really, it might as well mm-hmm. have been. That may as well have been Graham just, Chapman playing Dennis. Just yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or or John Cleese. Are we just gonna name all of them? Yeah, I thought that's what we were doing right now. <laughs> so it could have been Michael Palin for all we know. Yeah, it could have been Terry Gilliam for all we know. Could have been Eric. I can't remember his last name. <laughs> yep. Uh, Blaine, who you got? <laughs> I Terry Jones. I'm out. Of, Terry. Jones. Yeah, there you go. I'm out. I'm out. But yeah, Eric there's Idle. two. Sorry, let's go back. Eric Idle. Yeah, no, Eric Idle. There's two for me. Mm-hmm. All right, Corey. What about yourself? I'll take two as well. Shit. Um, mm. Number one with the bullet is Blowfield's nonsense. Good God, God damn it. I forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> Lest we forget. <laughs> Holy shit. It's, it's all in the same movie, everyone. <laughs> yeah. This is I all the same thing. I can't believe they allowed that. Him saying, I'll buy you a delicatessen and stainless steel. What on earth? <laughs> stainless steel. Um, what on earth? And then, really, it, BB doll, her whole character. What was the point of any of that? She did nothing for the plot. To make everybody feel uncomfortable? <laughs> I mean, that could be it. But it went nowhere. There was no. There was nothing that she did that was that 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 pushed the plot. Mm, no, I agree with you. Shit, these are all great, and I wish I could say there's not enough for me to choose from, but there, there are. Is. Yeah, there's, there are there's plenty. still more. Um, I'll say l- the least offensive, but was still unnecessary. You and the confessional didn't need that. It was at least entertaining. It was at least entertaining. Great line, Corey. Amen. (laughs) But I'm going to also say all the intimate moments that we had to endure between Bond and Melina. I really don't see why we needed those. All of them. Yeah. The sleigh ride. Dumb. The (laughs) The underwater underwater dusting scene. My goodness. What the twenty-minute investigation hell? that it, that leads to the parrot telling them where to go. <laughs> I don't think we needed any of that. God dang it! Yeah, this movie had a lot of shit, guys. Uh, Trash. Yeah. Also, him standing in line and waiting for other people to go off the ski jump. Yeah, let's not forget Bond in his. <laughs> they filmed Bond in an actual line. <laughs> That's all we gotta say. I feel um, like we all gave it one thumb down, but I almost, like, after we're talking about it, I kind of want to go to two thumbs down. This movie, <laughs> this movie sucked. Well, it was, I mean, your scores can uh, speak for it, you know? Initial responses, just initial. Yeah. Our scores really say how we feel. So, with that being said, guys, we're now going to go to our scoreboard. Now, let's just call it a spreadsheet, because that's all it really fucking is. And we're going to go there. And as you all know, we <laughs> I'm sorry, I was turning guys, I'm having a hard time, okay? Um, so we're gonna go to our spreadsheet. As everyone knows, we have seven distinct categories which we grade a bond movie on. 
And the first one we're going to touch on is the bond factor. So for the bond factor, Corey, what are you giving for your eyes only? So I, I, I was tough on this because I, I still think he, he was better bond than he was in Octopussy and Moonraker. But definitely, definitely a, a decreasing scale here. So I gave him a 63. Okay. Big deduction for getting caught in his very first spy, spying <laughs> part of the movie. Like the very first uh, infiltration, he was caught within seconds, which that doesn't bode well for Bond. <laughs> Immediately. No, no, no. Not a good spy that makes, no. Decent, All right. decent quips and everything, but uh, it was meh for me, for sure, for, on his Bond factor. I gotcha. All right. Blaine, what about yourself? Yeah, not the best Bond performance here. Not as, not the worst, more Bond factor mm. that I've seen. I gave him a 68 because of the ruthless edge that he carries through the movie. Um, with the kicking of the car. With the stabbing of the chest. Um, He's pretty brutal. And I like that in the Bond. And he does have the the quips. And he's still kind of capable. He fucks the shit out of Liesl. Liesl. Whatever. (laughs) Liesl. Liesl Minnelli. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Liesl. Do you love me now, mama? But yeah, not not great. 68. All right. Well... Uh, I think we're all on the same track here, guys. I gave him a 72 because it's not great. I still think there's some good uh, Roger Moore-isms in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I agree with you. The lethalness of his playing Bond this time, mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, 72 for me. All right. All right, next up, we're going to talk about the action sequences. Now, Corey, I'm not going to you. Blaine, <laughs> for the action sequences, what are you giving this movie? Are you actually going to me, or are you just going to Nope, take nope, it? I'm not fooling this time. Okay. I gave it, this was weird for me, because there was a lot of action in the movie. Yeah. Not a lot of it was that pretty. It wasn't super memorable like yeah the chases were both very long the ski chase and the car chase mm-hmm. and they were they were fairly impressive yeah but kind of dumb at the same time uh and disagree. then and then the raid on chris statos's warehouse warehouse that was a lot of death yeah the fucking scaling of the mountain was awesome mm-hmm. but also dumb it was very very paradoxical for me. Okay. I, I gave it a 64. Okay. And I don't know if that's appropriate or <laughs> inappropriate. Hey, it's your decision. I, I, it's just all over. The, oh, yeah. And the scuba battle. There's a ton of action that. in this movie, but it's all just yeah. kind of, I just forget about it. Yeah. It's kind of, mm, yes. Yeah. Very yeah. meh. All right. Well, Corey, what about you? So I remember I said I watched the trailer for this movie. And I am not even kidding when I tell you that every single action scene in this movie is in the trailer. <laughs> even the bobsled I mean, scene, there's about a good 45 seconds from the bobsled scene that just runs straight through in the trailer. 
It's Holy one shit. of the dumbest trailers I've ever seen because it's just a, 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 a sequence of random action scenes, but it's every <laughs> single one. Even the, even the flowers scene with the motorcycle bikes is in the trailer. Every single one of them is in there. And so to that end, the action is a little underwhelming because it's all, if it, you can cram every, every bit of it in the, in the trailer, then there's not a whole lot of it. And they're really, I mean, there's a lot of it, but a lot of them are so short that it's kind of like, okay, well. So there's a prevalence of them, but it's not very good. I give it a 54. Okay. 54 for Corey. Uh, well, guys, I, um, again, we're all pretty close together. Uh, I gave this movie a 65. <laughs> One more than Blaine. Because uh, the action sequences, again... I'm a sucker for these practical action sequences. Regardless if they're eh or not, I still give a lot of credit for the cliff scene, which is Golly. phenomenal. <laughs> um, but uh, like you said, I mean, not as memorable as like a Spy Who Loved Me or some other ones we watched. So uh, 65. Yeah. You know, better than a 50, but... That's fair. Yeah. All right. That brings us to the next category. I think... Uh, this should be interesting. We're going to talk about gadgets. So, Corey, for this movie, what score are you giving gadgets? I, I, I don't see how we can give this a good score. There are some gadgets in there. If you call the exploding car a gadget, fine. The <laughs> communicator watch that pops up only in the end. And then the room of gadgets that, you know, whatever. We only use the identigraph. So... Mm -hmm. I think I'm being generous when I say 31. Oh, okay. 31 for Corey. Well, Corey, I don't, I mean, you might be a little generous on this because uh, I'll go next. I gave this a 25. Um, I mean, like you said, I am counting the car while entertaining when it blew up. Uh, that's about the only purpose it had in this movie. The other Lotus didn't have anything of note. It carried skis. It did carry. It carried him well. A ski rack. Yep, carried him well. Uh, and then we have the identograph, which is fine. They it were, really needs some perfection. They were really playing that like it was fucking awesome. <laughs> you gotta love some '80s technology. <laughs> it's. It, they were like, "This is gonna blow people's minds." Yeah, this like, is gonna be it. This is the one, fellas. Um. Yeah, I guess that's really about it. And the communicator watch, which is, eh, meh. I mean, it did, it did inspire them to make the Apple Watch. So that's true. Steve Jobs mm -hmm. was like, I was just sitting there floundering for yeah. ideas, and then this came on, mm -hmm. and bam! <laughs> World just picture Steve Jobs like in his office, just flopping around, <laughs> pistachios, flopping around, <laughs> flopping. <laughs> All right, uh, so 25 for me. What about you, Blaine? I gave it a 34. Wow, okay. 34. And just like you said, there's just not a lot. Mm-hmm. Exploding yeah. car. A Zamboni. We, we don't count the Zamboni. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was the fastest Zamboni the world has ever seen. That's true. <laughs> Put a jetpack on that thing. <laughs> I, I love the cast, the arm cast. The arm cast is pretty solid. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. The mm -hmm. identigraph was definitely their main play here. Yeah. And it just doesn't hold up. 
Yeah, they made it a point that they didn't want to use gadgets in this movie, and they did not. So it's because Moonraker was fucking ridiculous with gadgets, <laughs> they so they tried to tone it down. <laughs> yeah. Well, once after Moonraker, they went to Q Branch and was like, "We've spent way too much money <laughs> in this sector of MI6. We gotta pull back a little bit." All right. So we're, again, really close together, you guys. Uh, so let's jump into our next category, which is song and opening titles. So when it comes to song and opening titles, I'll start us off. Uh, not my favorite song by far. <laughs> <laughs> by, but it, it, it ain't Lulu. It ain't Lulu, thank God. Uh, it's actually, you can listen to it. I just don't need to. It's my thing. So, and the title sequence, even as we speak right now, I don't have anything that sticks out to me that I can pull from. Except Sheena Easton's big ass Oh, yeah, head. let's not forget it's her music video. Yeah, we can't forget that. Um, so, if you're talking MTV VMAs, uh, bottom tier, bottom tier video. Uh, so, overall, my score is less than eh. It's kind of mediocre at best. I gave it a 40. Yeah. You're going to shit your pants. Oh. I gave it a 41. Holy shit. Okay. Very close together. I hated that Sheena Easton was in it. That was, yeah. This that is takes not a me music out of video. It. This yeah. is a Bond opening. Yeah. Don't make it about you, Sheena. We don't Sheena. want this. Yeah. This isn't you. Get the you. fuck out of there. And is it, okay, is it just me, or does she look like the main villain from the original Ghostbusters? <laughs> Gozer the Gazarian? Yeah, Gozer the Gazarian. <laughs> That's who she reminds I me mean, of. It could just all be haircut, but <laughs> really reminds me. She's androgynous, but it's a lot in the haircut. Yeah. Are we saying that Gozer is androgynous? Cause, yeah, I think that's the mm, idea, is that it doesn't have a, gen, like, they just, it is a being. Good point, Corey, good point. Um... So, yeah, 41 from you, Blaine. Yeah. The song, I don't hate it, but it ain't, it ain't, it doesn't slap. It, yeah. It don't slap, I don't get my hips going. No, it's it ain't a bop. Hips going. <laughs> but oh I hated God. the fact that it was a music video. I hated, hated that too. It ruined it. That, that's a big thumbs down for me. Please, no. <laughs> I don't want to see anyone's full face. No. Give me silhouettes. Mm -hmm. We know what this is. Yeah. Well, I don't so want. Sorry, go ahead, Andrew. I decided I didn't want that in there. Go ahead. Speaking of full faces, Roger Moore also makes an appearance in these titles, and it doesn't look like him. Okay, I know it's supposed to be him, but I was like, Hit, that looks slightly off. Like they had a double, have a, have a silhouette shot in this this thing. Corey, I'm willing to bet it was a double. <laughs> it was really that throwing was, me. That was Roger less. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, much less. Uh, so I am about the same. I think I gave a little bit more because I, I kind of liked how the chorus melody sounded, but I gave it a 51. Uh, okay. Not much more. 51 from Corey. All right. We're jamming through this. So next category. I think we all have some very strong opinions on this. Plot and characters. So, Corey, the plot and characters of this movie, what are you giving it? So, the plot is just 
all over the place. And it doesn't mm-hmm. re- it, it's 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 one of our least linear plots where it's just kind of like we're going to go this and this and then if this lines up with that it doesn't really matter because who gives a shit. And right. as far as the characters go, this is definitely my least favorite Bond girl so far. I just don't think Melina is that interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't really think Locke is interesting. Charles Dance's character doesn't do anything for me, or the German guy. <laughs> uh, Luigi gets killed immediately. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I, I think the only I think one we I can like put a Columbo. I like Columbo. Um, yeah. So I'm going to give it a 42. All right, that's fair. Uh, Blaine, what about you? Plot and characters. I, like I said, I totally forgot about the ATAC. Yeah, I think we all did at one point in this movie. Until it popped back up. BB doll was worthless. Her coach was like there a lot. Why was her coach there? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, real pointless to have her in the movie too. Ridiculous. Locke was shit. I, I, for a long time, I was like, is this the bad guy? He didn't talk at all. <laughs> no. Except to scream when he died. Yeah. Yeah. And we all know in space, no one can hear you scream. Right. Well. <laughs> They're not in space, so we heard him scream. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did not like Melina. Her parents died really quick. Yeah, we didn't get a lot of them. Gonzalez died real quick. Mm-hmm. Wanted some more Gonzalez. But I did like Columbo. Yeah. I liked him. I liked the parrot. Um, <laughs> Best character in the movie, if you ask me. But no, this it was ridiculous. It's weak. Mm-hmm. 35. 35. Yeah, I, I I tend to agree. The only likable character for me was uh, Columbo, played by Topol. Topol. Um, by the way, I, I know this is the biggest side note. Do you know? Did you, Corey? You you know where that's from, right? Because uh, I recently um, found out myself. The fucking Ed Sullivan show or Johnny Carson show? It was Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. I yeah. never knew that was a. Anyway, um. <laughs> Apparently, there's this little... Wasn't it a puppet, Corey? It's a puppet, yeah. Yeah. Corey and I wasn't, was not old enough to see the Ed Sullivan show. Um, I did not see it on Ed Sullivan. No, I just know where it's from. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, where the what fuck are just we? happened? Oh, no. We were talking you about... You derailed us for that? Yes. Yes, I did. did I make, wanted to have a conversation. What you're talking about. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. I did not... <laughs> What I happened? actually just wanted to know if you remember where it was from. The listeners gained nothing. We that was gained almost nothing. as confusing as this plot. You know what? That's why I did it. That's what. You, That's why I did wanted it. to demonstrate mm-hmm. by example how confusing the plot. Absolutely. Which uh, is the reason I gave it a thirty. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we got there. Yep. Finally made it. I, well, it's like I'm not even sure what that what that was. Like, are you testing me? I don't even know. What <laughs> I wasn't. Corey, sorry. do you know where Popo Gijo's from? <laughs> you fucking idiot. <clears throat> I was just saying, in the context of that movie, he was saying Santa Claus in different languages. So when <laughs> yes. he said that, I was just like, oh, he's saying that's just how you say Santa Claus in some language I'm unaware of. <laughs> I haven't even explained what it is. Yet. <laughs> yeah. He has no idea what we're talking about. He's seen the Santa Claus. <laughs> 
do you know I, we're talking about the scene he's in jail or he like yes goes, okay. yeah i do okay now yeah. okay Just Noel. Sure. yeah 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 i do know just making sure you, we still never really. Yeah. Said just to. <laughs> Wouldn't have been the first time y'all have done this shit to me. But for the sake That's of our, our listeners. Bad. That's our bad. Everybody, Popo Gijo was on the Ed Sullivan show. Um, and if you're listening to this, I know you've never watched the Ed Sullivan show. So. <laughs> Holy shit. Is there any other old ass fucking shows we should talk about right now? There is a. <laughs> Me the Smothers Andrew, Brothers. Me, me, me and Angie did watch uh, about two hours of Johnny Carson highlights. Yeah, we. Re- <laughs> it's pretty funny. funny yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure laughed irrationally. <laughs> a lot of it. it had to it be was... some great Dom DeLuise stuff in there. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Burt Reynolds has never been more likable. I don't know what happened, but. Great on Johnny Carson. I think in the seventies he was a pretty normal guy, like in the early seventies. Yeah, I don't know when he turned into a giant asshole. <laughs> Must be when he stopped being famous. It really affected him in a weird way. That'll do it. That'll do it. Man. Anyway, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I, I derailed us again. No, that's fine. I'm just glad it wasn't me again. Continue on. Villain. Villain. <laughs> Villain. <laughs> so we got to talk. About Christatos. Blaine, what are you giving him as far as villains go? I don't want to go first. <laughs> Corey. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'll go first. I don't care. Um, I'll yeah. go first. Mm-hmm. I think he's handsome. Yep. I actually, I like the actor. Yeah. Um, I think he is effective in that he throws Bond off for quite some time. Yep. So I give him points for that. Um, he has kind of an aura you're like oh mm-hmm. all right this guy's kind of suave I like what he's doing his plan is stupid yeah mm-hmm. I, this one's tough <laughs> like this whole movie <laughs> i have it written down as a 40 this movie has you shaken oh 45 how okay. it is a 45 but i'm not i don't feel great about that well, I mean, I don't feel great about this movie, so I get where you're coming from. All right. I feel 45 is a logical step for where we're at. And that's just purely on the fact that he got away. He was right under Bond's nose for quite some time. Yeah, um, I'll go next for this. Uh, I Again, not far from you. I gave him a 40. Oh. Um, right. So my thought process was it, I like the fact that he can play – you can fall into a spell of, uh, this guy's just trying to help. And you can believe that. And then when he turns bad, you're like, oh, I can believe that too. Yeah. I thought he did that well. Goes both uh, ways. Yeah. But at the end of the day, all he is is a smuggler. That's all this guy is. Yeah. And James Bond just happened to get in his way. Because it wasn't like Gogo was like, kill this guy. He just happened to get in this dude's way. Yeah. So, and he is a giant fucking pervert pedophile so can't give him a lot on that um so 40 40 is what i gave him i was kind of in blaine's initial shoes where i there's something about him i, I do kind of like uh yeah outside of the pedophilia stuff um <laughs> i thought that's the only reason you liked him <laughs> man he was obsessed with bb and i love that i lo- um, made him 
made her call him uncle. I like the diabolical shit of dragging them in shark-infested waters. That's pretty villainous. <laughs> right, that's, yeah. That's pretty uh, bad, yeah. And yeah, you know, I think we've talked in the past that there don't need to be stakes for a villain to be a good villain, um, and he's a good example of that. And he's, and he, yeah, he looks he looks the part, so he kind of stays in memory in that way. So I gave him, mm-hmm. I, gave him a, 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 my, I think my highest score at a 62. Okay. Or close to, it's still nothing special, but I liked him better than a lot of our vil- our Bond villains. I can't disagree with you on that. Yeah. I liked him better than Elliot Carver, uh, Renard, fucking Renard. <laughs> I forgot. I did it I the correct way this you said time. It correctly, <laughs> I know, and I was purposely trying to say it wrong. That's why I got it right. <laughs> Renard. Oh, fuck, Renard. Renard. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not them. Or uh, Drax. Or, He's better than Drax. Or Drax was, or that. Was Green, what his name is? Cool. Dominic Green. Dominic Green or fucking Lashif. Um, <laughs> people probably really hate my guts for Lashif, but I let it I let it go. It's fine. You, you certainly don't have to prove anything. I certainly don't. Um, all right, guys. Final category. Entertainment value. And I guess I'll go first. For me... There are entertaining parts of this movie. Uh, now, if you ask me exactly what this movie was about the first time I watched it, I couldn't tell you. Uh, it is hard to follow. Uh, the plot doesn't have a great payoff. Um, one thing I don't like is that in this movie, Bond didn't kill the bad guy. It was Columbo. Mm. Yeah, something to think about. The coolest kill he had was kicking Locke off the uh, side of the mountain according to you uh, fair enough fair enough um, so again I found it entertaining okay it certainly is not my favorite Bond film but not anywhere near the, the best so 71 for me wow mm-hmm. it's higher that, than yeah. I thought you were gonna do oh I'm sorry based on your oh I thought I said it when I first started I'm sorry about that um, I'll go next. I will tell you that this movie is kind of a snooze fest for me a little bit. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I had several points in the movie where I was not entertained. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was, uh, you know, frankly, kind of in the final chapter waiting for it to be over. I, 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 I kind of mm-hmm. thought they could have ended it with the, all, this, all the boats, all the scuba stuff in the water. They could have found a way to end it there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, it's a 47 for me, dog. Okay. 47 for Corey. All right, Blaine. What about you? I gave it a 51. All right. I, like you did in You Only Live Twice, Andrew, despite your scores for that movie, (laughs) I fell asleep during this movie. Oh, wow. I did. And I had to go back and rewatch the parts that I slept through. Because it was boring. I gotcha. After, oh. the, after they leave the mountains and all the ski stuff, it drops off. Lull. Real There's big a real lull. lull mm-hmm. uh, apart from the little battle. But I fell asleep when he was running up all those goddamn stairs to catch him I off. did, too. I did. <laughs> In fact, I don't when I brought that up, I was like, I don't remember that as well as they do. <laughs> Corey dozed off in that one. Yeah. I was like, oh, the battle's over. I can. Yeah. Oh, I can just shut these eyes for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. 
And while the cliff climbing was cool, like when he fell, the rest of it was super boring. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't great. Yeah. It was just Roger Moore superimposed in a mountain setting. Yeah, like yeah. hammering in clips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Safety <laughs> holds. Um, yeah. Not great. Yeah. Pretty certainly. boring. Mm-hmm. A lot of stairs. A lot of standing in line. A lot of stairs. Uh, a lot of pitter-patter. Underwater silent pitter-patter. That's the much. most pitter-patter you can be. And let's not... For, I thought you were going to say you fell asleep in that, but... <laughs> I, I think I... I'm, no, no. I didn't fall asleep there. I should have. And let's not forget the cash register that everybody was so interested in getting is destroyed at the end of the movie anyway. Yep. Yeah. So... So that's for your eyes only, guys. So we have our scores. So let's read these off. We take the average of all our scores. So for this movie, the lowest is going to come from Blaine at 48.29. Hell yeah. All right. Now, keep in mind all three of these scores because it is very interesting. Uh, I have the second lowest at 49 even. Corey has the highest score at 50. 48, 49, and 50. Yep, 48, 49, and 50. I could have sworn I had the lowest score, but I guess we were just really in sync on that one. Uh, what was the one you gave the highest to? I think you gave higher for villain than we did. I think oh, that threw right, it off yeah. a little bit. That's yeah. totally what it is. Um, so the total for this movie, coming from all three of our averages, is 49.10. Let's see if it beats the spy who loved me. <laughs> I think we can say this is a race to see if this breaks the bottom five. I wonder. It's going to be, mm-hmm. I think it'll, I think it's going to be below Moonraker. I think it's going to be above Quantum, below Moonraker. Mm, okay. What'd you say? Above Quantum, below Moonraker? Yep. Gore, you want to throw in on that? I'm, I'm actually going to say that's, that's what I think too. I think that's a great guess. Guys, you're absolutely fucking correct. Yes. This movie falls in 11th place on our uh, James Bond overall scoring. And the mo- it's not quite as good as Moonraker, but it's better than The Man with the Golden Gun. Oh. Uh, so, I agree with that, actually. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I do too. Yep. So it now falls in 11th place. And... Looks like uh, Spy Who Loved Me is still number one on our charts. What is what are all the movies below for your eyes only? Oh, below for your eyes only? Yep. We have Man with a Golden Gun is in 12th. Quantum is in 13th. And that's it. <laughs> that checks out. Yeah. I think that's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's uh, third from the bottom. Third from the bottom. So far. Here's a question. Here's a question. <laughs> Power bottle. <laughs> you did. Is it better than The World Is Not Enough? Because um, you guys did not like that one. Um, no. I agree. I think The World Is Not Enough is better. I agree. But remember, I thought, no, I thought Tomorrow Never Dies sucked. I like World Is Not Enough better than Tomorrow Never Dies. Okay, well, is this better than Tomorrow Never Dies? Also, no. I agree as well. Yeah, it's not. No. I can't let the villain ruin that movie for me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's, it's, it is the better movie in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. I know a lot of people will probably disagree with us. They might 
this might be their favorite, and we like are... I said, this is abnormally high on a lot of the published list out there, and I don't get it. I don't yeah, get does it. Does it ever break the top five? No way, right? There's just yes. Just no... I there's I saw it in the top five on some. Ah, okay. Maybe at, at least one, which is hard to believe. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yeah. What does it have going for it that people would that people are gung ho about? They like. Like Andrew said, some people say they like the seriousness of it, but I don't what? think this is serious. <laughs> no. They also love that the Bond girl has her own, like, revenge storyline. Uh, but it's like, it's, it's, it's weak. But they don't give it enough yeah. juice. That's she, the problem. She doesn't sell it enough. No. Not to mention they don't give her enough story time to even make no. that... She just kind of pops up here and there and then finally joins joins in. But we don't really know or kind of care where she's off no, to. No, she doesn't hold a candle to Triple X. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> and I, I, I don't get it. You'll mm-hmm. have to look up those lists, Corey, uh, and read some of the, the comments on it. It's I'm just afraid to start looking at rankings and, and me like have that in my head going, man, I probably should be ranking this higher. So don't I, get influenced. No, a lot of, <clears throat> after I do this after I give my scores, and then look for that particular movie just to get an idea, um, so I can say that's fucking stupid. That's basically all I do. Yeah, me. I agree. Yeah, I no mean, influencing. Certainly, list uh, do not uh, influence the judgment. Right. Well, that's the thing about like gold member. I felt like I had to judge higher than I did. Goldfinger. Very... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Goldfinger. I felt yeah. like I was very fair. I liked the movie, but I, I definitely pointed out the things I didn't like, and right. I didn't let like its prestige cloud my judgment. No, there's still a ten minute golf scene that fucking was ridiculous. Yeah, probably didn't need. There was also the. Uh, Dickish moves by Sean Connery that uh, I don't think is good. Ha, pussy. You know judo? You know judo? judo. Oh, shit. Well, that's it, guys. Yeah, that's it. I uh, think it's right where it needs to be. Yep, I think I'm it's I'm very happy placed. with that. Yep. Uh, so, just to get this out of the way, next week, we have our first non-canonical Bond movie. So we're going outside of the Eon Productions, and we're going to watch Casino Royale from 1967. Uh, Blaine, you get the privilege of doing the overview for I'm that one. I'm so not looking forward to this. <laughs> I wanted to vote this movie off the list, but I'll do it. Gotta I'm going to do, do it. it. I am, you know, I'm interested. Never seen this, never seen a bit of this. Yeah, so. me either. Well, we'll see. Uh, I'm interested. I'm interested, but don't have a lot of faith. So, no. All right. So, with that being said, we have offered our. No, I'm not going to end it like that. (laughs) With that being said, we have offered our thoughts on For Your Eyes Only, and this has been. Judgment. Judgment!